0: More. jobber nation welcome to <laughs> an exclusive jtp lounge as always i'm janelle from hr here with sir wilkins and mr black and we have a very 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 special guest with us tonight but before we get into it let everybody know um, we will be at legends for aw uh revolution this sunday it's march who the fuck where's the time go like so make sure the RCP get your, get there early because it's one of the turnouts that everybody ends up coming to. So don't be late. Um, and then once again, the boys will be at Legends for WrestleMania night one and night two. Um, while I will be in the great state of Texas, representing the brand, of course, as always. Wait, Wilkins, did you get yourself together? Or are we still working on that?
1: I might just fly in for a while at meeting and fly out on Saturday. I'm sleep. Okay. But
0: <laughs> I might, I might
1: be on some thought shit. Like, yo, I'ma fly in. Nah,
0: at least stay till Friday, so you can come to the Hall of Fame with me.
1: Nah, I, I definitely want to come to the Hall of Fame, but that shit might be sold out by then.
0: It's not. The re- I'm waiting till the resale drop drop. Oh, okay.
1: Because okay, yeah, it's, okay.
0: it's the tooth. Because it's, it's SmackDown and the Hall of Fame. So I still, I through.
1: still got a like a a flight credit. I got to use. So maybe I might use it on that. Go, Go ahead. Through. You might I'm as well.
2: Hold on. A, I
0: know I'm talking
2: out of report. turn
3: because I ain't been introduced yet, but it's it's fine. I, li- I listen to Blank Check podcast. <laughs> people just be talking and then they introduce them later. <laughs> Is Wale Mania like that? Like everybody oh, yeah. be talking about? Oh, I saw. So, 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 hold, hold, hold,
1: hold on. Face. Before we dig in, let's let's let's, let's well, introduce let, our, let our the right guest right here. We're out room. We're not, sorry, y'all. No, no, hold on, hold no, no, on, hold no, on.
3: No, let's no. introduce I'm our like, guest right I'm just jumping on the track. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm getting our, these instruments man.
0: So, <laughs> any guest that comes on actually introduces themselves. So he actually did the right thing. It was like excuse
1: me. Oh. So no, no, but I I, I want to give him a, a nice little formal thing. So yeah. ladies and All gentlemen, right, boys okay. and girls, the MF Doom slash the Tech Nine of the Black. Not, you know what the independent wrestling game, the Mister I'm too sexy for your bitch and too sexy for your mama, <laughs> Sug D is in the building. One of the longest, yeah, most illustrious careers in the e- illustrious. Mm, he's in T hours right now. Illustrious.
2: So <laughs>
0: wait, um, how thanks. long you been wrestling? How
3: long you been wrestling for? Uh, entirely too long. <laughs> entirely too long for, for 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 the amount of money that i got entirely too long like like i'm i'm good but i could be better I'm good mm. these bills get paid but i could be i could be much better you know what i'm saying like that when is- you got people you was riding with you know rolling around in like you know luxury cars and having having things things with an a you, you'd be like man I sure you, i'm not a hater
2: but I wish I
3: could
0: have it like that. That's all I'm saying. Make sense. Make sense. I got to go, sure. go hunt for my food. I got to go hunt for my food. But yes, oh. we have the fabulous D with us. Shig-D. We're going to get into wrestling. But no, talking about Wiley Radio, so yeah. it is. Is it, it like is, that?
2: It is, is
0: honestly yeah. like, think of like elite coming in. Think about like the NAACP awards <laughs> mixed in yeah. with the Grammy after party. Yeah. OK. Yeah.
3: Okay. I mean, like late
1: night, you know. Is that stuff. real? Is
3: that real? Okay. Nah, I just saw your faces when I asked y'all, was it like that? Y'all, everybody was like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, like everybody had them faces, like, like, like their stories that they just can't, you know, like, they ain't never gonna make air. And all y'all look like y'all had one. So I was like, All right, you know what?
1: <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wally Wallet Mania. All I gotta say is this: You have to go. Like, yeah. You, you yo, they will treat you like a superstar. You are, bro. Is I'm it, telling you. Should
3: got pay for a ticket, or what, what? What's the
1: deal? What's going on? Yeah, I like mean, the that was before COVID, like... so I don't know. Well, because no, before like... COVID, you could just walk in. No,
0: no, no. Let, let me know. <laughs> let him not know. I, no, Shug. Sure, don't listen to that
1: one. You, I mean, I know he could me. just
3: walk in. Oh, no, sir. I mean.
0: Sir, when it's you doing me, the whole
3: it's Shug D thing, that the most. that only go, it depends. Like, I, I don't have blanket, <laughs> I don't have blanket. Look, look. and 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 Wilkins, <laughs> something I want to tell you too that whole I'm too sexy, this or whatever. That's my tag partner, Darius Lockhart. We're gonna put that on Darius Lockhart. Look, listen, I would joke with Darius about this. Um, Darius is the fine friend. Okay, like there is walk up in the room, they like, oh damn. Like he get that kind of reaction. It'd be like, damn, he fine. I want to know what his name is. I'm the personality friend. Nobody's gonna say, damn, they fine. Damn, like,
1: damn you funny.
3: Yeah, yes. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta laugh you into, you know, They're like you know what, I wasn't really checking for him like that. But then I started talking to
1: him. And mm-hmm. I, That's,
3: though.
1: Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. The And then we get, get, you hear that, oh my gosh, you're so smart. Sometimes,
3: Yo. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you just so, he's just so, you know, I, once I started talking to him, I don't know, I'm going to have changed my mind about him, girl. Like, mm-hmm.
1: hmm wow. Like, he's different. He
3: different.
1: Yes. We, he do, do, he we do. He different the others. Yeah, we don't.
0: But trust I mean, me, we don't. It's, it's nothing wrong. It's a good balance, you know?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. I just know but my strengths and my weaknesses, loud. so when people people start talking about that, good. I just be like, hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hmm?
0: Which is good to know, your strengths and your weaknesses, but it still is a good thing, though. Mm-hmm. But, no, um, no, you do need to take... It just so happened that when it was here, when Mania was here in New York, Cause that was was that probably yeah that was the last wallet that was in. the last
1: one that was the last yeah. one.
0: So like this yeah. one coming up, like everybody's gonna go in because it's like everybody the trying first to get Yeah, cause they were supposed yeah. to do one in Tampa, but it was so much red tape. Right. The first time, like it, like Florida was open, but in terms of like going to like renting out a space and doing this mm-hmm. and doing that, it was a lot for them to go through. So they decided not to do it. But this year is at the House of Blues in downtown Dallas, so Ooh. they are locked and loaded.
3: Way way I be seeing these tweets about Wallet Mania. You know they be people trying to get their outfits
1: together, all this other stuff. I like already
0: that. got mine. I already know what I'm
3: saying.
1: So so <laughs> shook, shook It's basically like like she said at nobody, but it's like black wrestling fans, mm-hmm. hip hop loving wrestling. I, yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Coming together. The energy it. is different, dogs. The energy is different, and you know. Who got a pass with the black community when you see certain people of the pop color people in there? Not all of them is a violent. Not sure. all of them. Not all of them, son. He done, son. He's good with the blacks, man. Samo <laughs> Joe, he's good with the blacks.
0: Listen, when Joe was out here spitting Jay Z lyrics on stage, I said, "Oh Yo, sure,
1: yeah." This oh, sure.
0: is—I've always loved him, like, but made me love him. In the
1: same more. face, like you're rubbing elbows with a side WE Talent right next to that person and say up and coming height right in front of you, somebody from the Indies that's super hot and y'all all smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 he's he he but the thing about say it, name that was the perfect description about now, say, yeah. that. Yeah.
0: no 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 we not but it, it literally like was like we walked into some shit and was just like we yeah. we in this
3: shit like we I can't go like it. It. Like it like all, this picture it like, I like this. all this together like when AJ Mo I knew it was serious when AJ moved for the culture. He moved the show. Yeah. He was like, he said, "Wally Mania coming on? What? When? Like, nah, we are gonna push that tomorrow. Tomorrow? Whoa. Nah, he
1: did the right thing because it's, it's like this. You're imagine. Let's talk music. You're sitting next to MF Doom. Okay. God, God bless him. God rest his soul. Absolutely. Right next to you is Ti, mm. and then in front of you is Rihanna. Oh. That's the yeah. that's and I put yeah. that in the wrestling aspect. Yeah, you got Me? signed people, independent superstars, yep. and and then us.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so well, yeah. got a lot of ties all over the place with a lot. That's that's one thing I've always enjoyed about him. Aside from him just being like a like awesome rapper, like I love his stuff. Mm. Um, he's got he's got his hands in a lot of different things, and he's cool with a lot of mm-hmm. different people. Plus he's unabashed about the fact that he loves wrestling like i love when people love wrestling with their whole chest you know what i'm saying so yeah. like, so I, I think it's great i know it's been going on for a while it's just i ain't i ain't know the the fever behind it oh it's
0: it's hot and like this one is gonna be hot hot because it's the first one since the pandemic so oh. like everybody oh. is like like when you was like people getting the outfit listen I gotta make
1: That's my true. truck line order because I know what yeah. shorts I'm wearing. <laughs> I know I know what I'm doing. Got <laughs> so yeah, I gotta to figure it out. The cheese is gonna
0: be hanging out. But okay. It will be hanging out. It'll be slightly. You
1: know, oh, here we go.
3: Respectable.
1: Wow. I gotta do you like the principal back
3: at high school. I gotta get the dollar. We gotta we got it <laughs> <gotta, we> <laughs> above the knee. We gotta be like hold on hold on hold on hold
1: on. It will on. Definitely be above the
0: knee. I will. I but, will it to that.
1: I think we've been talking more about the who we talking about more. Should talk about more about yeah, you. More about our guests. But but first that? things first, man. We appreciate you having you on, and you have become a real icon within the community, mm. the independent scene. A real the the, the the ill uncle, the cool uncle. That's like, nigga, what are you doing? This is what you got to do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is what you should be
1: doing. <laughs>
3: I, I, I don't want to see, I don't want to see people not get what they supposed to have when they are working hard. That's mm. my You know, like, um, like as a society, they'll just have you work hard to work hard. And it's like, you know, either you'll just yeah. work hard for no reason or you'll work hard to make somebody else have things. I know everybody, you know, unlike what LLC Twitter will tell you, everybody can't be the boss. Everything with their own business. It is what it is. LLC Twitter. I just LLC Twitter get on my nerves, dude. Like, like that's a whole other story, though.
1: But oh, you're not grinding because, like, because, like, how that you have a trucking business. Boy, I don't like driving. Like,
3: they make an LLC out of anything, man. Like, okay, it's like LLC Twitter have a lot to say until tax time comes. Then, like, half them accounts disappear. Like, it it turned into the snap. Like, as soon as tax time comes,
1: oh, it's damn. all gone. But well, tax time be me, a, be a motherfucker. all right, all mm-hmm. right. But, but everybody, how did so? We, let's ask the typical question. The typical question's out the way, you know. We got to ask some yeah, people yeah. who don't know who you are
2: the basic stuff.
1: Yeah. The basic, yeah. shit. we all know you've been wrestling for like what is it, 20 years
3: now, so, something like that. I, I, I won't confirm or deny, I'll just say it's been a while.
1: <laughs> it's,
0: it's, we're estimating
1: that. <laughs> so, how. How did you get into it, and why did you get yes. into this? Yeah, Let's start with the basics. Yeah.
3: Okay, uh, let me run this through because, um, let me run this through because I get what you're saying. These are like the basic podcast questions. Because the sooner I can get through these, the sooner we can get to the stuff that's not the basic podcast question. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> what's called military family. Uh, bunch of VHS tapes. Uh, <laughs> because of the Armed Forces Network. So like, there was always a bunch of pay per views on those particular tapes. The first wrestling show I ever saw was WrestleMania five. I could probably run back spot for spot everything that happened in Macho Man versus Hulk Hogan. You know, that was the one for me when it was all said and done. Um, given recent events, now that I'm older, I guess Macho Man really should have won that match, huh? But okay. Thank you.
2: Thank okay. you. What it is, what it is. Macho
3: you. Man had Watchman had black people hair too, man. You saw how like when he would had the thing, it would mash in. And like he had that like. His was had shiny. Like, like we would have. He would but wear, wear is, the headband too tight. It would had the press around it and everything. Watchman had tendencies, dude. Yeah, tendencies. It is what it is. Oh, um Like he just was.
0: He was a different spirit.
3: Right, right. Like 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 he 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 was a bunch of oh. things based on one. That's the best thing to say.
1: Oh my God, um, I'm weak um oh my gosh.
3: military family watch my share of, of shows like that I didn't know if I would ever actually wrestle but I knew I would always have some part in it I knew that's just absolutely what I wanted to do I started getting older kept telling mom hey I want to wrestle I want to wrestle I want to wrestle her way of kind of throwing me off was kind of being like well finish college first and then you can go into that and whatnot And um, that's cool and everything, but I think she was trying to throw me off. Like, she, I think she was thinking by the time I finished college, I wouldn't have no concern or want to do that. Um, I saw a commercial for a wrestling school where I was staying in Augusta, Georgia. And the commercial only ran for like three weeks because WWF Jack was only on that station for three weeks. I'm like deep, deep. Like, my mentor, Murder One, calls me Computron 3000 because. I like histories. I like numbers. I like statistics. I like to know everything about everything that's going on with wrestling. So he would be that type to be like, I need you to name all the Intercontinental Champions in 1988. If I didn't know it off the top of my head, I could find it out for you. That's just how it was. Um, That said, um, I would watch like the D list WWE show. Those were my, like Jack was like D list WWE. That's like where SA Rios was squashing people. Like like that don't happen. You didn't even know SA Reels could run a squash match until like that's that's the stuff I was into. Like, like you ain't know you ain't know such and such had a finisher, uh, but I do because I watched that. And um I remember wanting to watch Jack because they had like SA Reels versus Loki and everybody kept talking oh. about it on the message boards. So I was like, Oh yeah, and they gave him time. They gave him time,
1: that thing. Was my nigga was on the message boards? Oh, you oh, really were wrestling. Fans. Wow, yeah. bro. My nigga yeah. was on the message The
3: DV, DVR message boards back in the day, all that stuff. Yeah, I was into all that, dude. So uh saw that, commercial ran, went to that wrestling school. Um, I had to make a choice between finishing up wrestling at high school, like actual, actual wrestling at high school, or professional wrestling. Of course I was going to do professional wrestling, um, caught a lot of shit behind that For making that choice but I guess everything worked Out in the end Um, mm-hmm. I guess the biggest Thing about that was I appreciate the original place I Was at but it didn't really teach me a lot about The business savvy of it Locker room ethics all that other mm-hmm. stuff Like that so I kind of floated around For a while but I credit Dr. David Reigns, Murder One and Jeremy Vane As the people that quote unquote train Me because For a very, 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 very long time, I was floating around and uh, people were telling me like either it was like I was in shindies and people were telling me like I was the best of the shindies, which don't mean shit. Or when I was trying to go to places that were worth a fuck, it was turning into situations where it was like, well, you suck. And the problem with when you tell somebody they suck is as much as you probably hate to hear this, it probably helps if you give them detail. Because I don't know what I suck at. I just know you weren't feeling it. Um, David Reigns was the first person to ever tell me, yo, you suck, but this is why. And he would lay it out. Like, we would watch the show. So then I started sucking a little bit less, and my booking started getting better. And then Murder kind of tuned me up a little bit, and the same thing with Jeremy Vane. And then before you know it, my stuff started popping off. And then now my real career started because now, okay, I got a package. I got some things I can do. I can make some moves now.
2: Mm. Um,
3: that's why with y'all with the whole uncle should thing. I try to be on top of that with a lot of the younger guys, because um you got older guys that are still on ego trips about their spots. You got cats that uh, because they put a lot of time in, they think that means they think they, I, they think that because, okay, I got 20 years in the business. Okay, you got 20 years in the business, but what were you doing with your 20 years?
1: Mm, with the body right. of your work.
3: Right. The example that I always give is Leo Rush. Leo Rush, I think is six years in the business. But look at everything Leo Rush has done in six years. So if Leo want to kick me some advice, I'm going to listen. Because there's been places he's been that I ain't been into. You know what I'm saying? So... It's just one of those situations where, um, like, aside from just time, you got to look at quality of that time spent. And I'm big on that. Mm-hmm. So I look at a lot of these kids now and a lot of them don't have somebody to be like, hey, why don't you think about it like this? Hey, you're, you're working real hard, but why aren't you trying it like this or this, that and the third? And I just don't want them to waste time the way I wasted time because I think about. What if I could have got a rebate of like stick for seven years? What could I have done with that time? And I'll never know. So it's like I'm always playing catch up.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: So with your experience in the game, what sure. are some things that you've seen completely take a 180 from when you started?
1: Great question, you know, Great question.
0: Uh so Outside always, of us having opportunities. Sure,
1: sure.
3: Know. I always joke around about the fact that um I think I've been around long enough to see stuff that was old become new, become old, become new again. And then um people are trying to pass it off like it's brand, brand new. And I'm like, nah, man, we was doing that in old we were doing that in O three player. Like, like, like a nice <laughs> try. We was doing that in O three. Like, like, but you know, we we, we can run with that. I think one of the I think one of the biggest things that's uh, really taken off to me, um, everybody everybody had no idea what the internet was going to become, especially around oh. that time.
2: Like mm.
3: back then, you could jump on the internet and say what say whatever, and nobody cared because nobody was really hawking the internet like that. Looking you know better. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's what you said in front of somebody's face, or what was on DVD or VHS. Now you can get on here and have a bad day on Twitter and completely just ruin all traction. Like you're <laughs> you're done. You're done. Like just pack it up. So, I'm looking at the power of the internet to be able to make or break careers. Um I'm looking at the fact that like, you know, aside from I know you were talking about aside from black wrestling, you got to look at how wrestling looked as a whole. They had guys portraying gay characters for like the longest time. We're and of what gay looked like. So yep, it, was always, it, Chuck. Right, right. it was always a feminine, mm-hmm. and, and I won't lie, not that some of that stuff wasn't funny or some of that stuff wasn't cool to watch at the time, but this is where we really have to get into that whole thing about it is a different time. They wanna be able to define what they're doing for themselves the same way we wanna define what we're doing for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So mm. I'm looking at, you know, black representation, gay representation trans representation uh the fact that we have we're, we're getting to the point where there's uh different pronouns now where we have they's exes gays etc etc yeah, and yeah. it's just there's more avenues to be able to get stuff done i think we're kind of getting back to an era too where you could really be on the indies and make like money again if you know what you're doing uh god bless his soul jimmy rave used to talk about how the indies used to work back in the day and like around the era where wwe pretty much swallowed up everybody the indies was popping man he was making good money at roh back then and he wasn't on like a contract per se like
1: he you mean roh with, like, with like adam cole yeah. um steph rollins okay
3: Okay, well, Tyler, Tyler Black back then. Oh, sorry, sorry.
1: Tyler Black, yeah. Why would you that guy anyway?
3: Jimmy's I think Jimmy's prime era was a little bit before that. So you gotta mm. look at who Jimmy was in there with. That's why, like, I always show love to Jimmy because Jimmy was out there. There were two people in, out of Georgia that excuse me, three people out of Georgia that were really getting it done for the indies at the time. And that was AJ Styles, that was Jimmy Rave, and that was Sal Renaro. Those are the three that you talked about. There weren't a lot that came out of Georgia around that time really making the moves mm-hmm. around the way. Jimmy was hanging with Hero, Jacobs, Styles, uh, Eric Cannon when it, when when stuff was really, 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 really popping. Not that he, he don't have it like that now, but when stuff was really popping like that. Claudio, like you name them. He was hanging with him, and he was like having, you know, he wasn't getting carried. He was doing his part of what was going on, too. Nah-nah, back when it was the embassy days. Brian Kendrick, all that good stuff like that. So, like, um, I'm just looking at that particular era, and they was making bank, man. They was making good money. The ECW guys were traveling around, popping houses and whatnot, and we're back to an era where we could really make some money, but you gotta know how to get after it.
1: So, um, I, I, I like money talk. Okay, cloth talk. But but, but before, a fan did ask, shows, how did you come up with your name?
3: My name? Uh, yeah. okay. So, I'm riding in the car with Murder One. We just started doing... It's
1: a wild uh, ass name, Murder One. <laughs> <I love laughs> it. It's a wild ass name, Murder yeah, One. You said it so casually. Yeah, no, I ride around with Murder One. Oh, so, okay.
3: Okay, you want me to take it deeper than that? Um yes. so
1: deep in the crack.
3: Okay. So he he's been known as Blacklist Uno but that's 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 Murder One to me. Um and the thing is uh before he was Murder One, his name was Homicide. And he was the original Homicide. Ah. Before, but but Homicide the one we know and love and yes there was an animosity thing there for a bit but that got squashed. But That's the prime example in professional wrestling of it don't matter who do it first, it matters of who got it popping. And
1: Mm. you
3: You made it a hot, you made a hot line. line, I made it a hot hot song. Like that's that's what it is. Like I I hate that sometimes and a lot of work going to stuff, but if you (laughs) popping, you popping. And it it, it just is what it is. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, murder one, uh, creative genius one of my favorite people i laugh uh anytime i think of weed because um i don't smoke personally but murder if he ever tell you that he gotta hit the blunt right quick 15 minutes he about to come back with the best idea you've ever heard in history like he he does that all the time like we'll be texting or talking about something and it's just like let me hit the blunt right quick all right i got three months of the territory book right now okay so this this is what we got (laughs) And he he got it all late, but we were riding, and this was around the time that he suggested for me to do a basketball gimmick because I was in college, I couldn't afford I ain't had no money for haircuts, so I was just letting my stuff mm. just and done, um he was like, Man, he said, You need to just go ahead and get you some like Chuck Taylors, you know what I'm saying? Get you like a little jersey or whatever it is, you can have it popping, man. And at the time, this was around a time when I was wearing kick pads with the, the singlet and the, the Japanese characters on them and whatnot. I was thinking I going to be the the, the the next coming of blackness in the X Division any moment. You know what I'm saying? Bob <laughs> Ryder's going to call my phone, even though he don't know my number. And I'm over there like, man, that's going to mess up my credibility within the wrestling community and all this other stuff. I can't be running around dribbling no basketball. And then I thought about it, and I was like, well – they don't know what the hell my name is in the wrestling community. So, screw it. Let me just go ahead and put it on. So, my original name was Kareem Abdul-Jamar. Right? Awesome. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's, corny, it's, awesome, <laughs> it's awesome, but it's corny. It's corny, but it's awesome, but it's awesome, but it's corny.
1: It's one of those it. like, oh, shoot. All right. Right. right.
3: So, then the movie Semi-Pro came out. Oh, and, yeah. great movie,
1: by the way. You know great movie. Goes. You know what it's. I see where you're going,
3: and and I'm a big Andre 3000 fan. Anyway, I think that's the greatest rapper alive, next to Rocky. And uh, like, dude, he was going through the list of nicknames, and you know that Sugar Dunkerton came up, and I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. That's kind of nice. Let me put that in the back pocket. So what really clinched it was when I got my shot at Shakara, because uh, Quackenbush heard like. Bush heard the name, and he liked the gimmick, this, that, and the third, so he wanted to bring it in and see if it got over. He looked at the name and he was like, "Well, you know Kareem Abdul Jamar, you know, I think people are either like, "Oh, Kareem Abdul Jamar or they're like, Oh, Kareem Abdul jamar
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know <laughs> got a little something So here were the two choices in in the other multiverse. I'm about to give you what my other multiverse name was, oh." And Murder One is mad to this day because he was like, damn it, why he ain't picked that name? The options were Sugar Dunkerton and Shawty Roosevelt.
1: Oh, that I didn't know if quiet. it was going
3: to be S-H-A-W-T-Y or S-H-A-W-D-Y, but either way, Murder was so amped up about like, man, you know how bad I be wanting to chance, Shawty so bad. So bad at the show, and he took that away from me. Oh, yeah,
1: I mean, do everyone have that name now?
3: Nobody has a name, shot like, <laughs> There's no Shotty relate, man. Think about it the crossover, the T Pain song, had came out with the fuck? I could have been out there. The girl, oh, Shoddy! what's the, name? What's the name?
1: What's name? Wait, 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 say it one more Shoddy, time no. because, like, how that I want to memorize it. What is it,
3: Shotty? Like, like, hold on. You're from, you're from up north, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, it. Okay, so yes. it's different. So
2: <laughs> we now we really love to
3: talk about how we take New York words and improve them. Like like we we leave them in the oven a little while longer. So y'all had shorty for a minute, right? Yeah, and y'all shorty. Are running yeah. With that. But y'all will pick up a word and then drop it like it ain't nothing. Y'all move on to new things, right?
2: We do. So, we
3: do. Again, yeah. y'all dropped the word. Y'all y'all left it, so we pulled up quick to retrieve it. And then we, 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 we smoothed that thing out. You know what I'm saying? And now, you know, then you got Shawty.
1: Shawty.
0: Like when Shoddy. Young Jock, when, when Buy You a Drink came out and Young Jock was like, when they were saying Shawty, so that's where that come from.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> your name was going to be Frederick Shawty? What? It was going to be Shawty Roosevelt. Shawty Roosevelt.
0: Don't that sound like an
3: ABA player name, though?
1: Ro- it, it does. Sounds,
0: I don't know how far you would have went
3: with that, though. Like, I Roosevelt. made it work?
1: <laughs> that been
3: it nah, because I'm putting okay. on for the man. If that's the okay, case. I know people okay. would have been okay. messing the name up, though. I would, I like they would have been jacking that name up. But things worked out how they worked out, and then we go from Sugar and Sugar D, and then Sug D, because uh, that was actually a suggestion from a Chicago promoter. Because he was like, you know, Suge, like Suge Knight, that sounds hard. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, okay, okay, we, we can work with that. And then I guess the natural order of things would be, because my name keeps shortening every few years. So we go from Sugar Dunkerton to Sugar D to Suge D. Probably end up going to all caps, Suge, like the Japanese sure. characters, And then eventually, uh, I, I guess my final form will be like MF Suge or something
1: so how you up about the name pineapple Pete?
3: <laughs> that wasn't my idea bro and I, say, <laughs> I know you knew that was coming jericho it's went it. off the <laughs> reservation <laughs> <laughs> like, but, but he can do that so check this out we go to the tapings at like the emergency tapings at AEW in atlanta right mm-hmm. and um you know i'm always a type I want to wear colorful stuff. I want to stand out a little bit. I don't want to look like the average thing. It's like, Mm -hmm. if you want to wear it, I'll rock it just to say I rocked it, because you can't do it. But the thing I got to remember, especially about wrestling, is if I wear something crazy, I got to be able to back it up, because you don't want to be the sorry dude in the ring who had like a memorable outfit on top of that, too, because then you really Mm -hmm. get trash, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... I bought two button-up shirts with me for while I was in the crowd, and one of them had lemons, and the other one had pineapples, and it just so <laughs> happened to match my gear. So when we get there, and they tell me about my match, um, I just looked at what I had, and the pineapples matched my outfit better. It easily could have been a lemon outfit that same day, but I chose the pineapple.
1: Another the multi-universe button. situation. Right.
3: Right. Chris Jericho just happened to be on commentary because Excalibur couldn't make it because of COVID protocol and all that other stuff like that. And he saw the shirt on a close up and he went off. Like he went in. It was just Pineapple Pete. And I remember when they finished, because you can't hear commentary, obviously, when you mm-hmm. ringside. I just remember going back there and everybody just kept saying, like, Pineapple Pete, Pineapple Pete. Like, oh, what's going on, Pineapple Pete? And then somebody pulled me aside and they were like, yo, when these tapings hit, you're going to be like the most thing on the show, I'm like, what are you talking, like, what are you talking about, like, I'm uh, did I miss something, and then Jericho being Jericho, y'all think the way he be acting on camera is like a joke, like, no, he, he's like that, like, he came over there, he's like, hey, man, what's going, you know, he's got the voice and everything, like, hey, man, like, what's, what's happening, he's like, he's like, pineapple pee, and I'm like, huh, he, he tells me the whole deal, he's like, he said, hey man, you know the next thing that's gotta happen. He's like, man, you gotta have that singles match, man. And I'm like, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like, and then lo and behold, we have a singles match. But yeah, that's totally Jericho. That's totally all on Jericho. So
1: so going on there and you know, you having your, your moment, did you see a rise in your stock after?
3: So two levels. Like, like we have to do it on two levels. Um Attention-wise, absolutely. Uh, what I was able to charge, sure, as far as it goes on that. So like I said, it was a hell of an experience because I've never been that close before. It's the Joe Budden conversation where they went on Spotify. Oh, and it's like, we did, we did the research, okay? We did the research. <laughs> like, I've never been that close. So um, that six months was very enlightening about what happens in big wrestling. Like, and how big wrestling, like, quote unquote, big wrestling works. Um, financially, all that other stuff like that. Yeah, it's fine. And I use that to be able to open a few more doors when it was time to come back to the indies. But I always knew in the back of my mind, because uh, I won't name names, but I definitely see situations like that where it's like people are getting multiple shots, but they're not making sure that they keep their name ringing out just in case it don't work out over there.
2: You mm. know what I'm saying?
3: Like, they're content with, oh, man, if they call me up and I do my five minutes on dark or I do my six-man, you know, which is cool, do you. But at the same time, what if the contract don't come? Right, what that's don't not a no. Right. What if you don't get your tier zero? What if they decide to go in another direction? Hell, AEW is swamped right now with people who are signed. Wait, say that's it. wait, wait hold out. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna need you to say that again <laughs> and a little louder.
3: Oh, so you mean um, how? You mean how everybody said like every time somebody leave, they say they need to go to AEW. Everybody can't go to, to, to AEW, 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 baby. Everybody mm-hmm. can't go. It 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 don't work like that. You're right. It and don't I, work. I like think.
0: That. I think of course, as fans, you just want to see different people in different places. Sure. Like like for instance, <laughs> Monday yesterday told me 10 years ago, first of all AJ Styles and WWE, had been like, never. I'm like, no. Right. So that was already checked off when he did the Rumble debut. I said, oh, shit. It's real.
2: The fact,
0: the fact that right now, we're in 2022, and we're getting AJ Styles versus Edge, doesn't even matter that it's not. they're not in their prime. It's, none of that shit matters. Just the fact that the two of these people from really two different sides of wrestling, like how they grew up in the business, are able to clash with each other now on the biggest stage. Like as a fan, you can't At WrestleMania? At. Like those are the moments I think as fans, and you know, whether you're a wrestler yourself, you're a fan. That's what you want to see. You want to see those moments where you're like,
3: Oh, this is this is real. Oh, I'm gonna double back on Edge. I know you're saying that he's not in his, like he's not in his prime. Um, wrestling's weird like that because since we don't have an off season. Do you see what being able to sit the fuck down do for people sometimes?
2: Oh,
0: sitting down for 10 years? Road.
3: Edge, <laughs> Edge it's his time. Like, like you know, Edge spends a lot of time just cutting promos, and then his matches feel like an event. But the thing is, he's also well-rested when it's time to have those matches. So the matches bang every time they get in there. You know what I'm saying? So I, mm-hmm. I expect nothing less. I've been loving this stuff that he's been doing since he came back. Um <laughs>
1: But but that's why Brock looks so great because Brock, right.
3: he's he's an event man. Like when Brock show up
0: or, or, or Randy. Randy is very particular. If you really look at the last maybe like two three years, sure. When he re-signed the con- when he re his contract, you can see he's very particular about the things he do. Yeah. And even now, him being in a tag team, it it gets him it, it gets the pressure, and so he can rest a little more. He can enjoy, yeah. you know, what they're doing on TV more. Like you can see it.
3: Well, I think right now Randy's in his art which which I'm going to double back to in just a second uh with the AEW question. Randy's in his artist phase right now. So it's like they've mm. done everything that you could possibly do with him. They they done gave him 5 million world titles all this stuff. <laughs> animated WrestleMania et cetera et cetera. So like if you're going to keep me on the job, what's fun? Like like can I do something that's fun? Like let me like you can tell when he's energized about something. Like mm-hmm. When he was doing the Wyatt family program, which was entirely too short, they completely like they could have ran that for a year before that split happened. Thank but you. He was amped the up. Messy though. And you could tell he was amped up about that. The stuff with him and, and Riddle, it's entertaining as hell. They work together. Mm-hmm. They work well together. It works. I like mm-hmm. it. Um I think they work well together and it's just it's just interesting. So if they are gonna split, that'll be interesting because they gave it time to actually work
2: because
3: I think before they would have just microwaved this and it would have been done in like 3 months but they've actually given it time they've had funny segments together it's been cool um getting back to the AEW question since we're talking about artistry um if we're talking about financially and being able to use it use it as like a business chip sure like it worked out pretty well mm-hmm. and everything like that in terms of artistry and um like how I'd like to be remembered, and I know the word was used, like, my moment. Um, nah, I wouldn't call that my moment. I did a, a stop through, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, well, it was a time. cool deal and everything. But, like, I feel like I stopped through. I, I did a job. I did, I guess, a very, <laughs> quote-unquote, quote I did a job. But, um, <laughs> I kind of a little memorable, <laughs> it was a little memorable mini-run and everything like that, but, like, um, would I hold that up against, like, um, my run, my run in England, any of them tours. Would I hold that up against me and Alex Shelley at uh, at Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment? Would I hold that up against uh like that long, long, long odyssey to like the Freelance Championship? Nah, man. Like artistry wise, no. I don't think anybody really got to see everything that I was truly capable of, and I don't necessarily put that on them. I don't think I gave. I don't think I gave in a way of how I was packaged or how I approached it, a reason for them to want to go ahead and do that. Uh, The pandemic came along. uh, Mm -hmm. I was up and down at weight. I was always nervous because sometimes it was getting too real that maybe I'm this close. And then other times I had to dial it back because maybe it's not really happening. Um, You got people, Mm -hmm. you got people that you haven't heard from in forever, all of a sudden saying that you can do it. And, I Just started seeing like a lot of stuff about that. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of stuff about that level that they don't tell you about. Like, I, people forget if I DM you, I could literally see four years ago when I DM'd you, and then now you want to hit as soon as you find out that I got a Jericho match. The timestamp is their player. I, 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 <laughs> no, I, just, I just
2: look at
1: stuff like
3: that, and it's like,
1: um, the time stamp is their player. No,
3: but I'm dead ass. It's like You're right. I'm in, I'm I'm in the mud. I'm making these thirteen, fourteen, um, one time eighteen hour car rides. I'm I'm sleeping at rest stops. I'm trying to figure out how to drive twelve hours back, work eight hours, go to sleep for four, so I can get up for another turnaround the next day. Um, I'm trying to figure all this out, and it's like those are the times I really needed somebody to talk to. Those are the times where. I could have used the advice or I could have used somebody to respond, not when it looks like I'm doing okay, or it looks like I'm about to do well. And I just found out how a lot of things work on that level with myself, with other people, with how I want to be perceived. So um, I had that taste of it. It was cool. Um, You know, a lot of crab legs were bought with, with Tony Khan money. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool. Appreciate it we we banked some of that. I'm, truth, I'm you glad know. you
0: did what you wanted to
3: do with that. Right. But okay. um now I feel like my my expectations are adjusted a little bit now. Um I look at how Alex Shelley don't really want a contract right now. I look at like how Davey Richards, he has his interests outside of it, but he's also got team ambition and he's good <laughs> enough where he can sign anywhere, but it's like I'm good. Let me let me do what it is that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I think I wish <laughs> More people put the kind of respect on the indies being a viable, viable option again, instead of just let me stop over until somebody signed me. Because I think there's a lot of, we talk about the rap game, right? Mm-hmm. um There's a lot of people that kill to be signed to a label. They put their one single and then what happens? I'd rather be the rapper that, okay, I may have never got a label deal. But when my album come out, my people are loyal. And when I come do these shows, it sell out and that's where i'm at right now and if the right offer were to come along cool if it doesn't come along i'm not tripping about it because i used to define it so much that uh shit used to keep me up at night man about like if you don't ever sign a deal then what have you really been doing yeah yeah and i had to come to a conclusion okay i never signed a deal but what have you been doing i've been making art i've been doing that i want to do
1: You've been all over the world
3: right I'm but, gonna continue to do shit that I want to do.
1: But sure, let me ask you this because you said a couple of things and it's kind of like, like, kind of like it kind of got to me. How are you staying healthy, healthy mentally? <laughs> like, I'll just, i I just want to ask that How because mental, dog. Because you're talking about this up and down of feelings, uh, where one yeah, so moment you're, say. You're, at, you're at a high. People are hitting you up. Next thing you know, people aren't hitting you up, and people aren't responding to your to to your DM. But then next thing you know, they're responding to your DMs. Then you're you're on this constant grind, and you're not. Sometimes you're not getting just like you said. Sure. A a, hey, what's going on? How are you? How are you?
3: Yeah, man. Like like you know, like the whole like the the UK thing that was necessity, dude. I wasn't getting anything that I wanted over in the States. So I, I was willing to go to another country to go after it. And it was the, it was one of the best things that I ever did for myself in terms of like my day to day. um, After a while, I think the longest, I think the thing that was affecting me the most was I wasn't asking myself like, I feel like I was trying to put together like characters and promos and matches that like, okay, this is what this is what it's going to take. In my mind, it was like, this is what it's going to take in order to pop people or to impress tastemakers in wrestling, right? I'd look at my own shit and I'd be like, do I even like this? Do, am I doing this because that's what they say it takes to get over? Or do I even like this? And mm-hmm. I know how I am. My, my likes are very weird <laughs> in a lot of ways and it's like i'm not being true to how i get down and the crazy part was the more i started diving into what i like and just doing how i do me okay now stuff started opening up and i feel like england gave me that opportunity to do that i got to i kinda got to rewrite myself a little bit and then um i just kept on that track and i just kept going in terms of like my daily life i love wrestling i love it to death it's my jam it's responsible for a lot of great things and memories that I'll have, but um, I know when to leave it the fuck alone. That's the best advice I can just give anybody. Everybody loves to champion that mentality of, like, wrestling is my life, and, yeah, and if the booking comes, this, and I'm going to do that, I would sacrifice everything just to be able to have this, the, the, you know, the Tough Enough promo. I will sacrifice everything. <laughs> like, I, I love like, the voice you're using
2: right now. Right? Well, yeah, me too. That's, that's too. the
3: voice. That's the voice. And, like, um, real talk, um, that's stupid. Like, you can love something and be passionate about something, and I think in your actions prove that you're willing to sacrifice it, sacrifice for it. But at the same time, um, you still have to be present in order to get whatever it is that you're sacrificing for. And you're not even thinking about the wow. emotional
1: and human wow. to wow. get to that, right? Wow. So
3: if it means I don't, if it means I got to cut this off and play like Dark Souls for four hours, that's what I'm gonna do if i want to
1: whoa whoa whoa. dark souls
3: oh i love video games
1: dude we'll talk about this later
3: yeah i like i love any video game that uh that makes me regret constantly why i'm playing it but then i come back for another one if it's like that kind of game where it's like hard like that but it's fun i love it like i love hold on let me hit that (laughs) d-wave (laughs) <laughs> but uh, but I take it oh
2: back.
3: It's like, I, like I got so deep. I got so deep, and I had to realize how deep I got. I got so deep into like the wrestling grind that like um I couldn't sustain healthy uh relationships. Like um I barely was seeing my family. Any relationships that I got in romantically, um yo I, like. I, I give my apologies to anybody that was dating me around that time, and I've I've said my apologies and everything is is straight with those situations. But like, man, I was a motherfucker around that time because like we could have plans, and somebody would say like, "Yo, you booked for this tournament?" Plans immediately canceled. Ain't nothing to talk about. If you want to argue, cool. We are gonna argue when I get back. All right, great. I'll like, I, I, was, I was really pulling stuff like that. I was cheating on every girl I had with wrestling. That's just what it was. Like, she was
1: the side Damn. chick. She was the side chick. Listen, sometimes they got to be the side chick, you know yeah, yeah. but, but, mean? Yeah, but... But, they should, but,
0: then, but there also should be a balance. There also right, should be because a then time you, where you say no.
3: Right. Because then it. you get to this situation that I'm in now, not to be that guy. Um, Not to be that guy. Um... I don't think my age is old, so I don't I don't mind it. Like people people will try to tell you certain ages are old, but I could tell the people who say that because it's like, okay, you ain't lived enough yet. Because that's the reason why you're saying thirty is old. Thirty is actually very fun. That's around the time when you really start. If you do what you're supposed to do, thirty is very fun.
1: But um, thirties 30s 30s have 30s been not fun for me. I ain't gonna hold you. Very day. fun. Very fruitful. Listen.
3: Yeah. yeah listen. I'm,
1: but Listen, I'm
3: 37 years old, and the crazy thing about it
1: is, if you, yo, I think like it's like 33, 34. What's up?
3: Cause black, black don't crack. That's that's all I You know
1: what? You're right. Black don't crack. You know what? You're right.
3: Yeah, and if you you're stop right. stressing about dumb shit, like it, like you'll be fine. But,
1: you got? And you, you meditate too?
3: too? Well, I don't med. I don't medicate like you medicate.
1: No, no, no. I um, meditate, meditate, I, meditate. Oh, okay. I thought you said, medicate. <laughs> i thought you
0: said, That ain't <laughs> no me. no 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 no.
1: Look, no, you, no. You, you you have kids, Chuck? Nah. Oh, that's why that's another reason, <laughs> another
2: reason why.
3: no but i think about that kind of stuff too man it's like um that's the stuff i talk about when i say i look around at like uh like my peers like people i was riding in the cars with you know because um their situations are different they got the wife thing they got the kids thing you know um they went ahead and they you know investments like things of that nature and like i said i do well i'm very happy with the life that i have i go on a lot of adventures um i am happy but i do look at other versions of myself and it's like i sacrificed a lot of those things that i probably could have found a way to balance because all i wanted was to just dead ahead on this and it's like it didn't have to be like that like it totally didn't have to be like that.
1: but then i asked you this question though Let's say you went the other path. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you was Shorty happy. Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Roosevelt.
2: Roosevelt. Oh yeah. Right. Well, go ahead,
1: Shorty if I Roosevelt. Think about it. Shorty so I'm- Roosevelt I'm- got the family. You, Shorty Roosevelt, talk to us, King. Okay? Like, would you be happy though? Would you be yeah. happy in the other multiverse as Shorty oh, Roosevelt? Okay. Let's let's so. l- let's pull this out. Let's pull this out a little bit. All right, Doctor Strange comes to your crib, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, sh- sh- stay with me, Shug. Stay with me. Stay with me. I, I yeah. got you. He comes to you, he comes, he-, he comes there, right? And he goes, Yo, Shug, I'm gonna show you this other life. We're gonna take a trip.
2: Okay.
1: And you married, have kids. And hey, you Shorty Roosevelt. And- but you never went to Europe. Mm. You never went to this spot.
2: Uh-huh.
1: You never mm. wrestled here. You wrestled, but you never wrestled, wrestle, right? Ooh, that's a bar right there, dog. Mm. Now you're in Rikers right now, B. You at bars? <laughs> so dramatic. Nah, and, and <laughs> it's, crazy
3: whenever, it's crazy whenever somebody brings up uh, the whole multiverse thing because it's like, okay, it's 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 a skewed question, and this is the only reason why I say it's a skewed question because. I can never fully answer that unless <laughs> I walked in that dimension's
1: shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of world. course.
3: Because mm. even, even my opinion is based off of the life that I walked, and now I'm trying to slide into another life, right? Mm. So I'd like to believe that I would be happy and having a great time. I always said that if wrestling didn't work out, I would have liked to have done, like, stage plays or something. I feel like I would have did oh. something – in theater or whatever. Oh yeah, I love I love theater. I love. Wait, theater.
0: what's your favorite musical? Musical? You say?
2: Yeah.
3: Probably a funny thing happened on the way to to the forum or uh, Moulin Rouge. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Hmm. You God. gotta stay with your whole. Ch- like people try to make you feel weird about saying, "Hell no!" Wow. Staying with my chest, man. Like, like the, it's
0: like, yeah, I think it's still up here in New York, like on Broadway.
1: I like musicals. My favorite musical is *Kinky Boots*.
2: Oh, <laughs>
0: my
1: bro! <brother. laughs>
0: <laughs> wait, who? The, wait, when you went to go see it, who played? Huh? Oh. the main character. I think
1: he woke up when you oh, I'm weak. It was, Ty, it was homeboy, Tay Diggs.
2: Oh.
0: And, and, oh, yeah, and so then he gave me the
1: shit. Because, hold on, story time, why I hate Tay Diggs. Ooh. His okay, big ass. Okay.
0: You know Sparrow big don't, big don't like him either? Huh? Sparrow
1: don't like him either. Yeah, because he's a bitch. You don't like <laughs> Richard Lawson? You don't like <laughs> Richard Lawson? I'm going to tell you why. A bitch. I'm listening to this. It's all tough. All right, so sure. <laughs> <with my soul. laughs> this is more off subject. Right, this is going about my musical. I love musicals. No, I love musicals. It took me to a couple musicals too.
0: Oh, yo, that was the <laughs> last musical we went like I ever before <laughs> the pandemic. We went to um, the Temptations.
1: Yeah, it was Motown, really good. the
2: musical.
1: Yeah, phenomenal. Bread. but hold up, Taye Diggs is a bitch. Now, I'm gonna tell you why he's a bitch. So. I used to work at I used to work at Equinox, right? And Tay, Diggs, Tay Diggs used to come to Equinox. And I was so excited to talk to him. I was like, man, he bald, he dark skin, he like me. He like he, he like could be my cousin. Yeah. They, yeah. They I had seen him in kinky boots, and I was like, I really excited to give him props about it. And I was like, yo, Tay Diggs, I hope you're doing well, man. Yo, I saw you in Kinky Boots. He's like, You so kinky boots? <laughs> Oh, like, how could you, how could you see Kinky
3: Boots? How exactly.
2: dare you.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I think it was a hole. <laughs>
2: Damn.
0: Well, to round out favorite musicals, my favorite musicals.
3: That's always a classic.
2: Oh, man, right, so I'm I weak. Save, um,
0: the Tina Turner musical was really good. Um, Get On Your Feet About Gloria
3: Estefan was, Phenomenal! All right, all right, all right. I, you know, Go on there. I'm Talk to my people. pay Digs like like pocket washing. like like his family over there. time he said, "You
1: yeah, you can afford to be." <laughs> That's exactly what he did to me. Yo,
3: but he
0: gives that attitude. Yo, but you know him and um Cuban Gooding Jr. Cuban? No, Cuban Gooding Jr. You ever? Yo, let me tell you about the ones i seen that nigga in a bar. Oh, <laughs> a very interesting night.
1: I tell you that, yo. Know, you know, should make us feel bad, comfortable. We never had an interview like this, but we're we <laughs> off the rails like this.
0: Didn't tell you about that? Nigga? But no. But oh um, um, I guess we can go. Actually, we let's take it back a little bit to the basics. Shug,
3: you was oh, about to was go in on Cuba and you had to pull I yourself was, back. That's what it was.
0: Because I was, was. I did. Don't I was like, on me. if me, you had to get off your chest, you like, your chest. Let me. I was like, let me not get him in. You know, trouble, trouble.
2: All right.
3: Because Cuba is sus. So- but to but-, but to but to close out what we were talking about earlier. Oh, oh yeah. I don't I don't forget no questions. But to close out what we were talking <laughs> about just a second ago before you move on to the next question. Um nah, it's it's just one of them it's just one of them situations where it's like I, I chose already. So I got to mm-hmm. make the best of the path that I got. Um, mm-hmm. The biggest thing that I'm worried about now that I should have been worried about before. And I'm I, the funny thing is, I'm always trying to I'm always figuring things out via trial and error. So that's back to me trying to drop knowledge on people because it's like, OK, I'm having to find these things out via mistakes or I'm, you know, I'm waiting around in the dark. And then, you know, I'm going to make it do it. <laughs> I'm going to make it do with it too, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to reach it off my way through my career. I'm going I'm to do this, you know? And um, since you have vision, I want you to be like, okay, either learn from my mistakes or if I do have successes, I need you to one-up those successes in a major yeah. way. Okay? I don't want to be – like the best phrase that ever came from this business that people don't say enough is – You're supposed to leave this business better than you found it. Mm. You have to leave this better than you found it. And there's a lot of people that got a lot from it and don't do that. You have to leave it better than you found it. When I'm done, I want people to be able to say that, like, yo, Shug did this, Shug did that. I I would prefer people are able to say more of what I was able to help them achieve than anything that I ever did for myself. Mm
1: -hmm. The rest
3: will probably come together when it's supposed to. I'm more worried right now about trying to pull up people where I can. And I'm worried about the artistry. I feel like if I'm really good at the art of what I do, everything else will come together. It's that Denzel thing where he was talking about, it's not how known you are, it's like how good you are. People talk about how good you are. So it may not necessarily get you in every room that you wanna be in, but it'll keep you in work. It'll keep you, yeah. you. always have something to do, mm-hmm.
1: and that's the one thing I I will give you. you your work rate is, is 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 good. It's good, and one of the things I, I think I came up to after a match in um DC.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to, we got the uh we got to talk a little.
1: It was it was the character work that you did, and then you played such a good heel in that match. It was believable. It was, and then you put somebody else over. So, so you, you talking this shit on this pod right now? But you about that life, and we saw it in that I, match. I a hundred percent. People who are listening and watching this right now, he gave he gave us what he's talking about right now.
3: Look, and I, and I got a, I got enough mm-hmm. people right now. I got enough people right now in this business, like uh, either that I just look at or I interact with right now. It's like, I get it. I know you got to get yours and everything like that, but it's a reciprocity business at the end of the day. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait. Back up, back up. I'm going to call it dropout. What does that mean?
3: Reciprocity is a derivative of the word reciprocation. Reciprocation is the ability to be able to give what you're getting in equal measures. So like this, the reason this word is important because it's a word that should come up more in relationships. Whether it's everything is a relationship. I think people get mm-hmm. caught up in the word relationship. It's like a sexual thing. No. No, it's have right, to
0: be that no. right?
3: mm-hmm. what we're having right now. This is a relationship. Everything mm-hmm. that's going on, it's like, and I'm big mm-hmm. on the art of relationship with people. It's like mm-hmm. I know how I want to be talked to, I know how I want to be treated. I know how I wanted to be, I know how I want to be minded. So I try to be mindful of all those things. Um, Big fan of the show Hell on Wheels And one of my favorite phrases that he has In that show is I came to you as a gentleman first I always try to come to you as a gentleman First about whatever it is Even if we about to have a conflict If you can't accept Me coming to you as a gentleman Or you look at it Or you look down on that Or you take that as a sign of weakness Or it is what it is Okay we can do the asshole route all damn day, we don't have to get nothing done. And a lot of times, nothing gets done because there's these grudges, is passive-aggressive shit, all this other stuff like that. You really want to make me mad? Be passive-aggressive. Like, I'd rather you cuss me out about why you don't like me than be on that passive-aggressive, oh, everything's fine, but it's not really fine. And we got a lot of passive-aggro in professional wrestling. That's why people can't make money the way that they're supposed to make money. Because you just can't say what the problem
0: is. Or they can't work their issue to make this money.
3: That's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons I like England. Um, There are a lot of cats over there, especially around that time when Britrest was really popping. Like, cats, we couldn't stand each other. But they knew this is business, and they knew asses need to get in these seats. So if we... We may not go to the pub after, but if this is the match that's going to get people in the door, then that's the match that we're going to do, and we're going to set all that bullshit aside. Need more of that. Again, reciprocity. Like, I... Love the word. It's great. It just rolls off the tongue.
1: Reciprocity. I love reciprocity. R- 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 you r- ever thought r- about r- teaching master classes? Mm-hmm. Going into business for that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't Listen, know. Listen, black no, man no, no, you got a no, challenge. No. You've heard capitaling, like you know how to bring an audience in and you know how to talk to people in a way not just thought they're intelligent, but a way that everybody can pick up and understand. That's a gift, King. You know that. What? No, it's it's even the way like you can do like maybe these online classes like mm-hmm. like sh- show wrestling business masterclass. Mm-hmm. And, and you make a face like this. I mm-hmm. see with you over there. Like you got you got the Tony. S- it's, it's
3: like hello, I'm Tony Sinclair. Like you <laughs> like you hit like, me with the Tankeray face. Like okay,
1: man. Okay. <laughs> listen, Stu. So, like listen. I'm you got the skills, though.
3: I'm just Diggs' discourse. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> <No, he didn't laughs> even get into it. Yeah. That cat yeah. is he, funny. He,
2: that, that cat is
3: funny to me, man. He's,
2: he's
0: not. You see the little, t- I like guess, TikTok little videos he be doing. Yo, don't,
1: with, y'all don't guys are so funny with, to me, man. With on
0: oh, Baby Mom. Right. He's funny as fuck. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Tay Diggs with Omari, baby mother? Yeah. Really? really?
0: Yeah, that's what he be doing the videos with it. Look it up. It's one that it's the one that um they he Wilkins
3: <laughs> ain't having it though. You don't see him in this court. No, yo, What's it's going down where... in this top corner with Wilkins, man. Every, every time something come up, we tell you,
2: man, what, <laughs> that. Man, that
3: he's he's
0: low key trying to teach um April something. He trying to teach us a dance move <laughs> to Janet Jackson song. <laughs>
3: Wilkins over there. And I'm trying to yo. tell you, Wilkins over there on his player club right now, talking about I make my money the same way that fool make it. <laughs> I ain't worried <laughs> I ain't <laughs> I ain't or worry he, about no damn thing. He acting like Morris Chestnut and the best man. Like, I will knock this
0: nigga out. <laughs> I'm weak. That's, yeah. that's crazy exactly um, how he. Like remember when he was talking
1: to him before he walked down the aisle? Yes. Like, I ain't even trying to hear what you saying. Nah, son, nah. I, son, I don't he, care. This 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 nigga this nigga be oh god this nigga's, I, I I can never I can never forgive him unless I meet him in person. His whole stance
3: has changed. He went from his chest yeah. being four to just like
1: man. I don't even be. Man.
0: I don't even want to talk about <laughs> it. He switched t- t- to <laughs> the money making <laughs> Mitch
3: saying Wait, talking about he said, man.
2: Oh.
3: When I see Tay Digs again.
1: Oh god! All the people that try to play, all the people that watch Brown Sugar. <laughs> uh, so, um, somebody has a question for you, Sug. What's up? Who, who is your big? Who who are your biggest influences?
3: Oh shit! Okay, that, that's a great question. Um, anybody that follows my Twitter, Norman Smiley, Norman Smiley, Norman Smiley, Norman Smiley, Norma Smiley,
1: the man, Jan- Janelle, Norman Smiley, Norman Smiley. Do you hear
0: me? Yeah, we just should we did an interview with with, uh, almost two weeks ago and it was like honoring black history month Mm -hmm. and he said he asked us what's one person that has impacted the wrestling community, and I said I could have said anybody, you know, like there's plenty of people like the rock okay, yeah, like Dwayne, yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. But
0: Norman Smiley. Does not get talked about enough, and it and it I gotta watch this stuff because I like growing up for me. Like I went from EC, I transitioned. I went to ECW, then I transitioned to the WCW. So WCW phase for me, when Norman Smiley ass would come out and just fucking he, you would think he's a joke, but in the ring, oh yeah, one of the best technical wrestlers of all time. He come out and he <laughs>
3: He come out the that, that little Hancock needs to be like... Mm-hmm. He was ready, you know, but like, um, I followed his career for a long time, and it's like, um, that's a prime example of what I talk about when I'm saying, like, you you leave it better than you found it. Like, it didn't matter what they gave him in terms of how he was booked, he, he made it work, and he, he elevated learned. the material. And then when his in-ring time was done, like... I made that post about Norman Smiley. How like people don't talk about the fact that like the first CMLL, like the oldest wrestling company like out there in the world in Mexico, their first heavyweight champion was a black man. Mm -hmm. Like I remember seeing that black man. It was the it was the outpouring of love for Norman, not just from people but his peers. When I went through the quote tweets, like there was all sorts of check marks putting respect on Norma Smiley. And I just thought that was great that they were showing him the love that he deserved. I, I think that's great when you're getting it from your peers.
1: But you met him I- before? Huh? You met him?
3: Never. I'm shocked. He's never. like
0: one of those, he's like the few that never does like meet and greets. I mean, right yeah. now, he's one of like the He's like a head trainer for WWE. Yeah, right he's now. too busy so like, he making sure they're right. So yeah, so he just but like even like he don't. It's rare. It'd be like a rarity if you. Do ever you do
3: know? Now. Do you know if I had signed a WWE deal, I'd never be late for coast. Man, I'd be in close, my <laughs> class. Cut, look, look. I'm here. I'm Like, sure, the class don't start for thirty minutes. I know. Can I just? I'm here. I'm just basking in the ambiance. I'm just
1: basking. Yo, in people the don't
0: appreciate. I'm telling you, people don't.
1: He's, no, he's no, he's he's nice now.
0: And and, and then and, and and I think at the time people didn't appreciate the character development. People didn't
1: appreciate
0: him like one of those like if they telling you to be a janitor, be the best fucking janitor there is. Like he has that mentality of like whatever was given to him, he was gonna make it the best and memorable, and that was it.
1: Oh yeah, who you, who you enjoying watching right now outside of your yourself? Mm. Who do you enjoy like watching? It could be like on the independent scene or in, in, in any of the big companies. Oh, that is
3: funny. You said who who do I enjoy watching beside myself? I hate watching my shit, dude. Like oh, wow. I watch my stuff, I watch my stuff for educational purposes about what I could be doing, but beyond that, because I'm always gonna nitpick, I always always find stuff mm-hmm. that I just be like, oh my god. Uh. Uh, 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 and i just like you know it is what it is um if we're talking about people that i'm really feeling in terms of like uh stuff that i just like got like i turned to a fan like i just enjoy i enjoy what they do um big fan big fan of uh suzuki Mm
2: -hmm.
3: i like suzuki for different reasons than i think other people like suzuki like uh, I think a lot of people get into the moves and oh he be killing people and this that and the third. <laughs> it's like nah man, like that dude is that dude is the master of smoke and mirrors and people don't even get it. Like like his character work is so subtle, people don't even understand. And it's like, um, especially when he did his U.S. tour and I got to be back to see some of the stuff he was doing. Like dude is nice with it. Like he's he's incredible. Um, I enjoy his stuff. Uh, really enjoyed Naito. Uh, <laughs> like, just because it's just the right mix of character and just work. Um, I really like Tony D'Angelo, bro. Like, okay. I'm like, be in front with you. Like, anytime he come on screen, I gotta be like, okay, let me see what Tony about to get into. Like, I really like Tony D'Angelo. I okay. like the Creed Brothers. That's like my favorite Who? tag team out right
1: now. Who, brothers? The Creed Brothers. Oh, okay. Oh, the,
0: they the,
3: nice. the, They just won the
1: Dusty cut. They look like yeah, some man. baby. They look like such like. little kids, though. How old are they? They do. They do.
3: Nah, but they don't. They don't be handling nobody like no little kids. You oh know, no, I, no, I no, ain't no. Handling, Man, they rough. They rough. I love it. I love it, though. Like, like, like. I, I like how they get down. Um, what's called big fan. Big fan of the Creed Bros. Um, gotta give a shout out to. Gotta give a shout out to my tag partner Darius Lockhart. Um, he's really grown a lot as a performer and like as an entity across the board i will always watch anything that has anything to do with ach i think ach whenever you start talking about best in the world um territory um i think people try to leave his name out because i guess it's taboo but i think like your list is lacking if you start talking about best in the world and you don't include ach i think it's I'm not gonna say it's I'm not gonna say it's a fugazi list, but like I don't think you're looking at enough stuff to qualify if you're not including ACH. Um, Gresh has been really nice with it. Like everything that he touches has been just excellent in terms of like how he gets down, and you can tell he's really locked in. He knows his style right now, so he's really pushing people to be like, "Yo, I know how I get down." Either bring how you get down or you're going to get left in the dust because he's he's really getting it together right now. And uh I'm trying to think if there's anybody else off the top of my head that really comes to mind. Um Right now, I would say that those are probably my those are probably like my favorites to watch at the moment as far as it goes to that effect. Um, I peep my, I poke my head in dark from time to time just to see who's on there, especially like when it's uh indie guys getting the opportunity. You know what? I do got somebody I got to bring up too, Willow you. Yes,
2: talk about this.
3: Willow's gotten really good, really fast. Nah,
1: she is, and, and I, I, I told, I told the, the guys this, and I was talking to um on the other show, I was talking about Willow too with Faye and a couple other people, and I was like, yo. When I saw her, her match with Violet at Hall,
3: yep,
1: it was Violet's best match. And nothing against Violet, Violet's yeah. prim, but it was Violet's best match. Sure, it was. Then yeah. I saw her match with Graham when we went to So and, good,
2: so good.
1: And there's. Being a face in a match, a baby face in a match, and then yeah. there's being a over baby face that makes the heel so easy to be a heel, yeah. And that is Willow. She's and-
3: everything like correct about doing a baby face, man. And it's like, but she's still very much herself,
1: yeah. Like, yeah, she's
3: very much herself. And, and- also, if I had to put one more person on the list for their contributions that they do outside the ring and inside the ring um damn i still got to ask somebody else too um o'shea edwards love what he does I hate, I hate him i hate him i
1: hate him i hate him
3: you acting like this
0: what do you do to you after no, the he's,
1: things he's to he heal
0: just, he's just he's just k
1: face, k face. k yeah. come on dog. come on dog. don't break k Okay, okay okay <laughs> Yo, Sugar's like, nigga, what the fuck? Okay. I, will I go thought off. we
3: were inside the actor studio. I'm sorry. And then. Um, he he, he the likes to go person, in and out. Don't worry about it. The one yeah. person that I think is very, uh, is very very interesting. And like, I'm super interested in their trajectory, like going forward, because um, you want to talk about taking culture and putting it on their back. Billy Dixon. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Billy's different.
3: Billy Dixon. I love what Billy Dixon does. Uh, and and Billy Dixon didn't get a lane, made one, and that's the th- that's the thing that I'm talking about when I say you got to make it better for everybody else too, because it could have been real easy for Billy to just go ahead and make a lane and just keep it for himself. Billy made a lane
1: and then widened the shit out so and that brought you know, you know, everybody, you you Billy
0: everybody
1: in. Billy is like, this is gonna sound a wild crazy, but Billy is like. Early kid Cuddy. yeah. Where, Not a bad comparison. Yeah, where, like what he's what he's doing right now is gonna have an a massive effect in the in, in the game. A ripple get effect, it. yeah. You get it, and that's what Cuddy did in the game to to like you know what I mean, like
2: a lot the of emo rap.
1: Yeah, a lot of people did what Cuddy did, that, and I'm seeing that with with Billy, and and it's he. He ain't the fittest, he ain't the fastest, he ain't the strongest. Ain't gotta be. But motherfucker know how to tell a story. Right. And he made people yeah.
3: believe. And yeah. to, to go on your cut, to go with your Cuddy uh parallel, there have been people who have like nobody knew what Cuddy was doing when he did it. And then people wrote it when he did it. And there's been some people that have come close. But I love the fact that Cuddy could come out of hiding every so often and show you, like, yo, I'm still the man at this. When I, when I want to be the man at this style, I'm the man at this style. Like, put some respect on it. kids, C.
1: Ghost with Kanye was a, that <laughs> one was good. That one was good, dude. Which one mm-hmm. now? Um, kids. C. Ghost. Ghost. Yeah.
3: Him and Kanye? Yeah. Mm.
1: Reborn? Um, Woo, that the one new, is different, the dude.
3: One that The new one that he came out was came out with was really good. His last like album? is that last album?
1: Yeah. It was Matthew, one of my favorite Matthew. albums of that year.
3: Passion, pain, and demons land. That's awesome. That's a
1: good wow. album. Kid Cudi last album was good. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's his best album. Okay. since like Man on the Moon, okay. Man on the Moon series.
3: Oh, it, I like I was it. Say if you're trying to get back to that sound, because he gets back to that sound in that album. But if it's Cudi, I'm gonna listen to it. I'm with yeah. you. Cuddy made me even listen to a whole Eminem verse come on, <laughs> I'm on and, be very hit. like i i guess it's the i guess it's not that i i don't like him his fan base makes him unbearable to me but we we see this parallel in wrestling all the time yeah. too. it's like yeah. i know cat is talented but like y'all make it sound like he can do no wrong and it's like no, it has some whack ones m had like a slump but y'all tried to Y'all tried to to tweet y'all way through that. Like he didn't have a slump. Like, no, he, he he had a whack little period for a minute. And and again, Joe Budden, Joe Budden pretty much nailed it on the head that time when he was like, yes, you are the best at rhyming words together.
2: Yes. but he was yeah, on right guy him.
3: kick for a little bit. That shit. Like, okay, I get people like that you rap fast and everything like that. You still ain't talking about nothing.
1: You he didn't. Know. Nah, you no,
3: about that since Gus Overfield. He
1: hasn't been good in a while. He hasn't been good in a while. And that's and I'm an M fan. I'm an M. He, fan is, yeah, fan. there's someone over there. Oh, but, but thank you for being able to admit that. But I know he hasn't been good in a while. Yeah. He 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 does he he's he's doing what you told him like he's been doing. He's just rhyming words. He's not telling a real story, he's not really saying anything. He's just rhyming mm-hmm. words together. And the crazy thing
3: about M to me, that's uh that a lot of people don't. I think a lot of people don't admit M is always at his best when there's an enemy, when he's got to launch an offensive. That's why I think like, um, for as many people, as as much as people like to get on the whole MGK thing and everything like that, M needed that MGK thing more than MGK needed it. Then all of a sudden, M like M had a target now. So he was back to like being Eminem the way we know Eminem. But the thing is, I think Eminem is at his best, and he really proves it when he's having those uh when he when he makes stand or when he makes guts over fear or when he makes tracks like that where it's like not that he hasn't made great stuff like like so how true. he usually does it, but when he's willing to peel back those layers and he really gets into some stuff like man like guts over fear i popped pop for that song hard because he was willing to take himself to task and admit that yo i have been slacking i have been whacked i haven't been coming with it drugs have been messing up my ability to really tap into my flow and i was like mm-hmm. man this is so good and then kamikaze came out and i was like oh okay we Okay, that was just a glimpse. You 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 wanted to let us know that you can still rap, but then you stop. Okay, that's that's, that's one. <laughs> It'd be like a wrestler reminds you that they can slow down for a minute, and then it's like, okay, I gave you this twenty minute classic. I'm gonna go back to just running through the hits now. We're gonna we're gonna do the hits.
1: <laughs> Great. Now nah, he, he he he's 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 what it is, but um. Anybody else you fucking with right now? Mm-hmm. Well, no, musically, no, e- musically or even wrestling. Let's both. Let's go. Yeah, wrestling. wrestling. Whatever. Let's talk everything. Oh yeah, and
3: um and of course we of course we're gonna show love to Trisha. Dora, we always gonna show love to Trisha. Dora. Of course, of but, course. Um. Oh, and uh, welcome back in the worst way, Big Swole. Like uh, that weekend was very affirming, and I'm glad I got to be at both shows that she got to come back. Cause um people really try to act like Swole ain't nice with it out here on these streets. Okay. And like, don't get me started. Uh, like, like you like, champions, you know? Like, Swoll had two two very different main events, like like two very different Black Girl Magic main events in two states, and she was on high. She she was running high every time, like high level. Um, Mm -hmm. we're not gonna act like she ain't nice with it, and we're not gonna act like she weren't carrying the women's division. Her and Sheeta were carrying the women's division during a pandemic, and that's that's not me debating with nobody, that's just facts. You argue with whoever the fuck you want to, you ain't gonna argue with so um in terms of music, uh Cuddy always gonna be in rotation. Uh Love Me some Marlo. Uh, he's somebody I found out about like discovering stuff or whatever it is. Um,
1: that new Pusha T is nice. It is. <laughs> that yeah, The song is an album now. The, the album ain't out yet, but that oh, Diet Coke is... The Diet Coke is fine.
3: I, I love drunk talk. I love drunk like, talk. The, the thing with Pusha T is, and it's very rare, he's one of the few rappers that can talk about the same thing over and over and over and over and over, and over again, but he gonna give you a million ways to listen to it, and they all gonna be great. So, yes. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Heavy. Yes. Um other than that, like like aside from rap, like I'm really into like uh strange sound and stuff. Like I like Kilo Kish. Um there's a, gr- a group that I recently got into. Um Princess Goes to the Butterfly Museum. That lead singer is the the lead singer is the uh main actor from Dexter. Michael Princess C. Hall go the- really go oh. okay.
1: goes to the butterfly museum to the
3: butterfly museum like um i love ketamine and i love uh too cool to care those are two songs from him but that's his side project like he's, he he has a band aside from acting um i like kish beach house i'm big into them um been listening to a lot of coffee uh she's good I, I love her stuff but i don't know if if it's something that sounds like uh it it was made in another planet or another dimension i'll listen to it because I'm really trying to drift off with my thoughts a lot of the time. So, like, yeah.
1: You don't smoke, so you let the song to get you high. I see you. And you
3: right. And you know what? <laughs> I get mad at myself because all the best songs be like drug songs or you should be high. Thank you. Like, Thank you. Like Travis Scott. Travis Scott um. got a new track called SDP, like Smoke uh, smoke Some Drink Some Pop Song. Yeah. And it's a sample. The sample is from a. Uh, the wow. sample is from a washed out song. Like that's the reason why I listen to a lot of techno, or I listen to like a lot of chill wave and vapor wave. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't, be, you'd be surprised because I DJ too. Like I DJed on the Jericho Cruise. That's one of my passions.
1: Wow. You DJ?
3: Be, say you DJ. Wow. Yeah, I love, I love DJing. Like cutting, mixing wow. all that stuff. I do. I got tables. I love it. Vinyl, all that stuff. I love it. So you'd be wow. surprised how many modern rap songs. Sample off a of techno or a tam- sample off a of vapor wave or sample off a of chill wave. Mm. Like um Beach House in right. like one of those, like Beach House is like one of those festival, like one of those festival, like rich kid festival. Like, like I'm gonna take two EDM tab- tabs and I'm gonna am going vibe out. Rappers <laughs> been sampling the shit out of Beach House for like the longest time. I'll be recognizing them samples. The weekend definitely been in Beach House's bag. Like plenty of time. So that's it. um,
0: wait, what got you into DJing?
3: Bad. Oh, that was a long time ago. Like, a long time ago. I was DJing in high school. Really? Wow. What? How do you think you get invited to the party? If you're DJing in the parties, you, they need a DJ, you gotta go to the party. If you can't, if you didn't wow. have enough sauce to get invited to the party, you have to provide a skill to get into the party, that's right? A real,
0: that's some real house party shit. It is. It is.
3: It and don't bump my real house party shit. But, like, <laughs> <My> no, <nah. favorite. laughs> Like like I said, wow. man, ask, ask who was on the Jericho Cruise how I get down. That's all I'm saying. Ask who was on the Jericho Cruise, because because we had to boat.
2: I'm gonna ask one of five, <laughs>
0: pe- five one of five black people who was on that boat. Hmm.
3: It it I won't confirm or deny, but it That's is okay. what it is. That's okay. okay? That's okay. <laughs> mm. That's let me ask your question. I will the question. When I saw another of um, melanated complexion. You
0: got excited. It was as as definitely
3: <laughs> how you how you doing out here, brother?
1: Everybody so you lie, let me ask you you a good? question. Let me ask you a question. Talk to me. Um, how will you get more black people back into wrestling?
3: You gotta give them something to want to watch. Like plain and simple. Like, um, do you
0: feel like so? Then piggyback off of that. Do you feel like because one of the main things attitude era really sunk in was the drama? Do you feel like drama is missing in wrestling in terms of captivating us to? We always talk about it being, you know, cliffhanging. Do you feel like that's missing?
3: So I want to be very clear about one thing. The Attitude Era with a 2020 lens is not good. It's not objectively good. It's not objectively good. And people people hate to hear that. It's not objectively good. Like matches or some of the stories. It's very exciting to watch. All oh, the it's stories were problematic as hell. Oh, absolutely! Right? Yeah, like, but but it was still a time. Again, that was the era, and I am one mm-hmm. of them guys where I could be like, okay, that was just things at the time. But I'm also one of those guys. Your day ain't your day no more. It's a different. It's a different day. So I can mm-hmm. respect that was the time, but this ain't your day no more. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta you gotta learn to work with. That said, um even if you look at the Attitude Era, which is crazy, it's not like we didn't have representation. We did. You know, we had Godfather, Ahmed Johnson, Nation of Domination, D'Lo Brown, Mark Henry, Kiantai. Um, Like, there, there were That's all... Right. There were all sorts of things that were still under the banner where, oh, I could point to this, I can point to this I can, this, I can see this, I can see this. And then for a while, we had that little era in WWE where it was like, Um, if you look like a bodybuilder, had you a pair of biker tights and had some travel tats, you was on and everybody had the crew cut, you was, you was on. That was happening for a little bit too. But, um, we just started seeing a shift period culturally. Um, everybody just wanted to see more of themselves and what they were watching. I think it's the coolest thing when I sit down with my niece and I can watch her cartoon shows with her and there's a black girl that looked like her or mm-hmm. has hair texture that's drawn the way. I remember when everybody got up in arms about the fact that Princess Tiana's hair was not looking right for um, the Wreck-It Ralph movie.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: They, they tried to lay her hair out like it was like, no, Tiana got curls. <laughs> she got a beach curl. Why are you <laughs> talking around trying to like her texture off? And they fixed it. And it looked the way it was supposed to look. And I loved it. I watched Encanto and the textures that they got Yeah, in there, this is important. Like, yeah it's important. When she's got that little Tiana doll, and she's holding on to that for dear life, that shit is important to me. Because when I grew up, um, I didn't have that. Like, my, my heroes had to be white,
1: because there wasn't no choice. Thank you. So, Thank you, son. So, yeah. Like, you also, gotta remember back in the day, cartoons only had that one black guy with a high yeah, top. Yeah, with the high top. Right. Right. Yeah, and and like we, we, it was
3: progress, but it wasn't enough progress. You know what I'm saying? And now you know we've got Proud Family reboot because it was demanded. It you know you've got all these different ways that we're seeing Dang. Asian and Latino and Black and Gay and all sorts of stuff. And I love it because the other thing about that in entertainment, if you're really looking at it through the lens, like when you watch Abbott Elementary that's a black inner city school being she told through the lens of, of a black woman who grew up in the inner city so i know it's authentic i knew that show was authentic the first few minutes in it's like when you walk into a barbecue and you just know when you smell yeah. you look around okay this is it i'm ready to order i knew abbott elementary was authentic the first 15 seconds when they was asking them kids what their favorite movies were and the second kid said, my favorite movie is American Gangster, And my favorite movie, and my favorite character is Frank Lucas. I say,
2: yeah.
3: we in there. We yeah. in there. Like, this, yeah. this, this add up. And it's, it's been adding up ever since. So, like, if you're asking me what's going to pull more black people into watching stuff, to pull everybody into watching stuff, you want to have compelling characters to begin with, no matter what color they are. If the character is compelling, it ain't going to matter what color they are. People going to watch it moana proved that and kanto proved that black panther proved that yeah. people get so weird about um what it looks like i don't care what it looks like is it good i remember coming in on somebody watching an episode of pose in season two and the show was so good i had to go back and watch season one and then catch up so i did the same. so good thing. right this and this show, did not,
0: did Wilkins, Wilkins would talk about it all the time. And it's I was like, what are they talking show. about? And then I watched one episode. I started the first thing. I said,
3: nah, this is it." Isn't you know that crazy? crazy? It's, it's an incredible it. show. And the it thing about it interest? is watch the show. You could tell that they took the care in the storytelling about that culture. And it was, it, it's people, you could tell they put the work in to make sure that that culture was reflected mm-hmm. with care. And even mm-hmm. like I don't know, like mm-hmm. I, I didn't know about ballroom culture like that. I didn't like live during that. that time. All that other stuff like that. But when you tell a story correctly and you got compelling characters, I will sit and watch the shit out of it, and I will root for things, and I will I will hate on things, and I will do that. It'll take me through the spiral of emotions. Listen, but that when what Billy, put
0: right? When Billy did that ball when he did Paris is bumping. Yep, and he had.
2: Oh,
0: he did it all. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, this is a
1: whole nother. It's authentic. One. This is this mm-hmm. is a creativity level that I can't even. One of the best anything ever been table. last year, besides right. ours. Like that's like, like number two.
3: That's why I'm I'm so excited for uh, him getting vibe off the ground because like um, if it's anything like what he did with Paris's bumping, and I know how he is. He's he's a creative and he's an auteur mm-hmm. um as well as an athlete when it's all said and done. But it's like if it's anything like that. That's what we need to be seeing more of in general. And what's crazy to me is a lot of people get so upset about big wrestling when they're not running the stuff that we want to see. Like, AEW need to be doing more of this. Yeah, yeah, I need to be doing more of that. And the funny part is a lot of the stuff that people want are happening on other channels or happening locally or on an independent level, but y'all not paying that attention. Y'all want this to be that so bad it's again it's that relationship shit where it's like um i can't date you yeah i can't date you but this person i want to date got all the qualities that you got but i don't want to date you i want to date this person and they hoping that all this stuff change up like like you see how that could be weird signals because i don't believe in the friend zone i think the friend zone is that that's that's That that's kind of a bullshit thing. So 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 your thing. Why you think it's bullshit?
1: Why you think it's
3: bullshit
0: for? Is it is it more like so are we fucking or not? Like is it that or is it like are we Um, we gonna see how this goes? Like I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need. I'll answer this.
3: this. I'll answer up here and then I'll work my way over to here. I'm not a um I'm not a believer in the friend zone when it's all said and done because um I think people got a right to be able to choose how they want you in your life, right? That comes from that whole like nice guy mentality thing where it's like woman well, my nice guy, I should be able to get this and I should be able to get that. Like I think that's small dick energy, man. It's like you want to be nice to me, you want to be nice and you want to be cool just because that's your supposed- personality. You're supposed to be nice and cool. Yeah. To me,
1: yeah.
3: um, you're you're acting like you're supposed to be old She's supposed to be giving something up because you being no. okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you, you being civil and you 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 you, <laughs> you civil and you supposed to be old something? Like, like, no, it's like either she's feeling you or she's not feeling you. There's no such thing as the friend zone. As a matter of fact, your your energy is probably what's putting you in the quote unquote friend zone when it's all said and done anyway. Of course, so yep. Whatever. Now, I agree more with what she's talking about over here. When she's talking about, um, you know, are we talking or are we not? Are we talking or are we not talking? But you got to show enough guts to tell people what you want in the first place. I say this because, again, you might notice a lot of stuff I'm saying. It's a parallel of relationships, but it's a parallel to wrestling. wrestling. Mm -hmm. A lot of people get frustrated about what they can't get or what doesn't happen for them or what doesn't come across or why am I not getting this opportunity or why is that not going up? You didn't ask for it. And in some cases, when you tried to approach it, you didn't approach it like a man or a woman or a they or what have you. Um, you were showing small genitalia energy about how you approached it. Like, <laughs> that, that, I'm, I'm, that's real talk. Like, real no, talk. I if love it. Want, if you want something and you feel like you're the person for that, you need to approach it with the confidence of what, that spot entails but here's the other half of that if you're gonna approach that and let's say they give it to you you need to represent you need you need to come through on your half um prime example of that <laughs> I, I, I i we don't already prove we could talk growing on this show so i guess we can do this um so for the ladies that are listening and of course the lady that we've got over here and whatnot. I always joke about with my friends that um, a girl is always gonna have a conversation about you after you handle whatever business that you gotta handle, and it's the same conversation, but it's two different tones. And depending on the tone, it's either really good or it's really bad. She gonna call her girlfriend, and she's gonna say, "Girl, Girl. last night, tell
2: you about
3: right." but one girl let me tell you what he did last night it's not good and the other girl let me tell you what he did last night is really good so <laughs> yeah. i'm just saying yeah. no, so, you're right. so my thought process is you went you you like man i'm this i'm this kind of wrestler i'm this kind of performer i'm that kind of dude yeah yeah, everything like that why are you not putting me in the spot why are you not putting me in the spot why am i not getting the chance to go ahead and carry the show Sometimes the biggest sometimes the biggest uh, I'm not going to say regret, but sometimes the worst thing that can happen to you is for you to say all that and the booker to be like, okay. Here's the main event. Go ahead and carry the show. And you find out just how ready you're not. And then you got to have a conversation of girl, let me tell you what he girl, did. let me bit. tell you. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> That is the best thing. It, it happens. So it's like, if you go, if you go, like, I think a lot of times we get, let me let me turn this off because NXT went off. Please don't fall out of the chair. If I had fell out of this chair on camera and y'all had that recorded, I'd have been so damn embarrassed. Let me just put it that way. Wow. I would have left that. it. It would have
0: been, it would have you
3: know, been really you, funny. Somebody would have given the shit out of that and I would never live it down. But, um, nah, my thing is, uh, it's that whole realism with yourself. And I've had that conversation with myself a bunch of times too. Um, I think about a lot of times where um, I I, I had this mentality and this was me being immature at the time where that should have been my contract or that should have been my spot or that should have been my opportunity to do this and to do that. And then I look back at it and it's like, you know what? Uh, God or whatever you choose to believe in was really protecting me from something because I wouldn't have been ready. Whether yeah. it had been I didn't look right, no, no. I wouldn't have known what to do with it. Um, I wouldn't have known how to handle that spot in the first place. In some cases, it would have been bad to take that spot. That wasn't mm-hmm. the spot that I thought it was. I just wanted to u- get used so bad. I'm not thinking about how that spot would have looked.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: it,
1: um, it, it, it's it's dang. It's the multiverse again. right? Things are supposed to happen for a reason. I'd like to think so. And sometimes things happen for a
3: shitty reason, dude. Like, I know everybody likes to say that things happen for a reason, for like a, a, a comfort. No, things happen for shitty reasons, too. <laughs> like, like, like it, it works both ways. It works both ways. So, it's not like, all um, rainbows and, cook- and, and Right. Guys. I, I'm a, I'm what a do you
1: mean But like, give me an example of something like, a of, of shitty thing Like Give me an example of that for the viewers. Uh, like uh, you're
0: getting
3: injured. You know? Sure, that's shitty. a great sure that's, that's a, a great shitty
0: example. thing to happen. But then down the road, it could have been like, well, you know what? That was that was that was the past. Right but in that moment, it's shitty as hell.
1: Absolutely. I mean, okay, because like that's how I see. Because I see that when bad things happen, I already program my brain like, all right, what's the bigger picture? What can I gain? From this situation so so like um so like a when l? you said that it's <laughs> kind of looked at I me mean, like huh
3: <laughs> you just said it what can i gain from this situation an l sometimes <laughs> your gain is an l and that's no
1: it. i don't see it that way because i see that at the moment it looks like an l but then as time progresses and me getting wisdom like you said dang son that l is not even an l because it's like it's a lesson or i pull the w because i have knowledge of that situation where i can carry to the next situation where i'm more smarter because i see these l's as as i just i just like lessons to get stronger not weaker because god will not place all these stuff in 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 your life if you realize that you cannot handle it because everybody playing their own video game so i don't like that's how i see life like you be positive. You put out positive things. Good things will happen. And even when the bad thing happened, the bigger picture were like, "Dang, I learned this. I learned this. I mean, if this person, I that person. All this happened is I didn't get sick." That's but how I see it. You, you know That's what it true, is? I, I, I,
3: think I also it, don't. I also don't subscribe to toxic positivity. Everybody thinks that like there's a such thing as toxic positivity too, where it's like, I agree. This everything's fucking bad, but it's okay yeah. because. Obviously, I gotta suffer because it's gonna turn into this or whatever. No, sometimes you just cool. suffer, bro. It happens.
2: Yeah. yeah, it happens. Yeah,
3: I know this is strange coming from me or whatever it is, and I'm saying it with a huge smile on my face. Sometimes you just suffer, bro. Like it happens. Like now, will it make you stronger on the other side? I hope so. But sometimes you just go through some bad shit because you the one that's got it's got to fall on somebody. You go through some bad shit to go through some bad shit. My example of going through some bad shit was coming home, was coming home uh, from the UK when I could have stayed another two months, because uh, at the time when Lagana was working there, um, I negotiated something with NWA. Right, nice. I was supposed to debut with NWA uh, in 2019 of December.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: The moment I, I I land on the plane Monday, I land in America Monday. Um, I'm enjoying the beach in Florida Tuesday. I get a call um saying that, hey, the final talent list came out. Billy Corgan snatched like scratched your name from the list. I find out that the reason my name got scratched is because when he broke from Resistance Pro in Chicago and he had that falling out there, pretty much uh he he holds grudges and that's cool. I guess that works itself out or whatever it is. But like anybody that didn't leave the company when he left the company was basically on his shit list. So when wow. he saw my name on there, he cut it. Like, immediately cut it. Um, I think about that time of N.W.A., because that was the, the Ricky Starks era that was like when N.W.A. was like really Oh, poppin'. when they, first, yeah, when they, oh, when they right. first came back. And, it was and you saw how it popped for a lot of people around that era. Yeah, and I, I think about that atmosphere, all that other little stuff like that. I was like, man, that really could have popped off. That really made me want to quit because that was as close as I had ever got uh, up to Mm -hmm. that point. If it weren't for the Alex Shelley match, I probably would have quit. If the Alex Shelley match had sucked or I didn't have the match, I probably would have just hung it up or I would have slowed down for a good little while. So that happens. And then fast forward, I decide to stay into it. Um. I have the most bookings that I've ever had from Mania. And then what happens? COVID. So I lose all my bookings. I'm a full-time wrestler at the time, which is absolutely what I wanted in my life. My bills were getting paid. Everything was good. I lose all my bookings. And the tour that I was supposed to go on after Mania week, done. Because nobody can do international travel. So I look at all that. And if I'm supposed to do a, I, I guess if I'm supposed to get a learning experience about that, it made it so that i had to stick it out here in america and try to really figure myself out which is fine perfectly okay
1: with that that's how but i see it though you, you, like i'm like even though it's probably that it happened like you got some kind of life lesson like that's how i see it. like yeah it sucks so but i got something out of it that's how i see it.
3: sure but like that's like to me that's like saying okay um damn it's like damn i lost i, I lost 1500 but like I guess I made three hundred back, so it wasn't like a total loss or anything like that. No, <laughs> no, no,
2: no, 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 no. <laughs> As a matter
3: of fact, I was losing. Yeah, I mean, more money, and I wanted, yeah, yeah. I wanted more. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's different. That's different. Like you'd be ignorant at Not that point. Me.
3: Not to me, because the thing about it is, if something bad happens, I'm looking for whatever that thing is to make me whole again, or to at least put me back at even. I don't feel like the exchange of events was even. That's my feeling. So, but I I do agree with you though. And sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta eat that up. Um I think a lot of times bad things happen to people, and it's one of those cases where they don't know how to bounce back from it, or they don't know how to accept that. Sometimes you just gotta accept it, and you gotta kind of move forward.
1: I like the way you put it though. I like the way you put it though. Like you put it in a more of a sense. So I see what you mean though, but like. You just gotta accept that it happened and just move the fuck on.
0: But really, I mean, acceptance is a acceptance is, is a part of you know, like it. You know how you ever hear about like the five stages of grief, of grief, of grieving. Ah, yeah. and okay. It, it, and okay. in terms of grieving, people always associate it with just death, but grieving could be a loss of an opportunity. It could be a loss of a match. It could be a loss of whatever it is, and you go through those stages and. At that end of, accept it, of accepting it, that's how you could kind of move on from it. And Dang, not, Janelle. That was deep.
1: I didn't see it that way. So Thank you.
0: Well, you're welcome. I've, yeah,
3: had I've had to learn to jump to acceptance real quick with a lot of stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes you can't waste time lingering in in, in, in your sorrows about it, especially,
3: mm-hmm. especially
0: in business. Like, you can't, like. Once that, that 1500 dollars gone is gone. Now you gotta figure out how to wait to either get it back or get more than that. The, most,
3: the <laughs> most powerful phrase, the most powerful phrase just dealing with business, and it's such a simple phrase. It is what it is. Yep. Period.
1: Yep. He
0: says I, say shit, I say that shit. I say that shit at work. All the time.
1: But yep. it just makes sense. No, I tell them, I tell them all the time because we've had situations where shit just gone left <laughs> out of nowhere out of I nowhere like you went to sleep one day the next day he wake up like what yeah and then i tell them all the time i was like it is what it is because you can't change it right thank you that's what i'm getting yeah at. once it's out there in the world it's out there in the world it's like how are you dealing with it he, he, like you can ew, don't, don't get me wrong i'm i'm big on you can feel a certain type of way about something. Sure. I agree with you. Yeah. You can be emotional about something. You can be mad because we're entitled to feel an emotion.
2: Yes. But I agree.
1: At the end of the day, you can't change it. Nope. And it is what it is. So what <laughs> yep. that's
3: where I'm at. So what are we gonna so what are we gonna do about it?
1: And yes. a lot and of
3: the times I got caught up in I got caught up in the situation not thinking about okay. Well, we still have to do something about it. So, yeah. what are we gonna do about it? So that's what I'm saying. Like when it comes to relationships with stuff, even with stuff I don't like, okay, it's happened. What am I gonna do about it? Because my mm-hmm. options are usually I gotta, I gotta flip this, we will soldier ahead, or you walk away from it. And unfortunately, right, where um I get to pick and choose what I want to do now, kind of beautiful and I messed up. I messed up in a major way thinking I had to take everything that came across my path. Um, It ain't always got to be like that because everything don't necessarily hit the same, you know? And everything is
0: really meant for you at the end of the day. Right. And that's, and I honestly, like some of the biggest life lessons I think I've learned is actually, you know, in dealing with wrestling and in dealing with particular people within the industry where it comes down to like, listen, like, Okay, this has happened. We gotta move on and we gotta, and now we gotta upgrade it. Now we gotta go one bigger than that because we can't look back on those type of things.
1: Absolutely. Yo, we talk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, (laughs) Dang, something with the uh, Cigarette. I mean, the C Ray episode.
0: So, Shug, what's next for you? What what Mm. matches you think you would you know if if you list if you had you know a particular booker in front of you and that could maybe possibly do something Pajama which a match Twitter. you would what's a match you would love to have who would you love to wrestle this yeah
1: with?
3: i'm so weird about that kind of stuff because like i don't like I guess everybody is so big on that whole Cody Rose Dream Match thing, and they're checking boxes and everything like that.
0: Wait, you and Cody—that's
3: that's,
1: that's the no, 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 no.
3: I'm saying, listen. I'm you say. he said he's like, "Wow, Dream Match." if I was of- across from him, I, I, you know, I'm sure we could make some stuff pop off. But like,
0: listen, if Cody was smart, then he really what he should have did was really start his own shit. And
1: not yeah. jump on a bandwagon with them. N- that's the difference. No, thing. no. Okay.
3: we'll, we'll, we'll talk
0: about it on, on this I think, thing uh, I,
3: I, 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 I think he's gonna be
0: okay. <laughs> like, let me just put it down.
3: He's gonna be all right. He ain't you see that you see that house? Yeah, plus you think that you think them niggas is hurt? No. He's he's gonna yeah. be all right. He got options. Um uh, that said, <laughs> um my I guess I'm crazy like that because like um, everybody's so busy. Like I, I see that on Twitter all the time. Everybody's adding who they want to wrestle, and then half the list are usually people adding people that are like they've got clout. You know what I'm saying? So they want the match more for the clout of the match more than
0: instead of the actual people. match,
3: right? And I'm an artistry type dude. Like um, you'll notice when I post stuff, even when I talk about bookings, I'm like, "Yo, send me interesting stuff, please." Like. Um, I want to do interesting things with interesting opponents like if you want to go out and you want to go through the motions that's you that ain't really how i want to get down you know what i'm saying like um I like i needed to hit different for this point in my career and you, you could call that a bit snobbish
2: mm. but
3: it's like nah like 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 it's not snobbish it's i know what i want out of my career right now you know um I'm excited about the fact that I'll be going back to England. I'll be back over there on nice. the 22nd. Oh, nice. It the 22nd. Yeah. It, it's just time. It's just finally time. And yeah. um, they already announced me for North in Newcastle. But um, I got like a surprise or two still waiting to be announced. So, okay. I think when That's it dope. gets announced, everybody- So,
1: question. Um, are you familiar with Darius, um, um, Darius Carter?
3: Darius Cartier, the party starter year. Yes, I'm very, <laughs> very familiar with Darius Carter.
1: I think that y'all two will have a good match.
3: You know, we've uh we've worked twice already.
1: I gotta watch Five that. Two years.
3: of them were in Beyond and one of them oh, was okay. at BCW as far as I go. Darius is very underrated. And I'll Super. I'll I'll say this too about Darius Carter. Um, it's it's funny how the game works, right? Like uh, a guy like Darius Carter can carry himself the way that he carries himself and talk the way that he talks and Mm -hmm. um, really just dives into being a heel, right? And um, everybody just loves to, everybody just loves to shit on him, right? But then you see his contemporaries and his peers do the exact same stuff. And it's just oh my god, this is brilliant. This is and somebody that, that really mm. knows what it's like to be a hero. Yeah.
1: They take this whole gimmick and go on the AEW and make no yeah. shit. <laughs>
3: look NJF. Y'all can parallel what y'all want to parallel because it, it is what it is. I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. And, and it's not just it's it's not just that parallel that's come up. There's others on the indies things that no, that's, that's, I've seen them.
1: I've seen yeah, them. we have, we've seen them, we've seen them, but and, and, it, it is what it is, right?
3: I want, right, I want to believe, and I, I, I say this often too, I want to believe in the best of people that it ain't the reasons that I think they're the reasons, but they're not giving me much to work with.
1: I say yeah, you, said so a, you said a mm-hmm. lot without saying a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
3: I say that so much about just situations.
1: You are, really I repeat, are, an actor, are, are like a, a theater type of Person, because the way you you use your words, it's, it's, it's I'll not repeat, a story. I'll repeat.
3: I want to believe it's not the reason that I believe it is, and I want to believe in people, but they're not giving me a lot to work with.
1: We understand. We understand. We understand. Right. Yeah, we understand. Uh, yeah, we no, vibrate I'm higher. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Oh, that no. <laughs>
0: Any
3: last
1: Yo, questions or any um nah this was a great comments. conversation. I felt like I wish I had some juice, but um this was a right, great conversation.
3: Uh, oh and I just wanted to tell y'all, I didn't want that to be just a, a thing that we had at uh a thing I mean. that we had at <laughs> Grappital at Grapple. Um I, I, I seriously appreciate y'all like being excited to even have me on the show. I meant it a million percent, and I just want it here on live copy so people know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm fortunate that there's a lot of podcasts now that carry a lot of weight, and when it comes to like our culture and wrestling and things of that nature, we just got different outlets for our culture when it comes to black wrestling, right? But like Jobber Tears was always one of those podcasts that was like talking about the culture before it was cool to talk about the culture, right? And I told y'all about that because, like, even cats that were in the locker room knew what was happening before y'all popped off a little bit more. So I look at y'all as kind of like transitors and pioneers about what y'all were talking about, about talking about these things before it became like, oh, man, we got we to gotta catch up to Jabba Tears podcast. Um, I think y'all are a prime example of sometimes you have to stick to your guns about stuff because sometimes you will you will dig your feet in on something and it's not what's popping it's not what people want to hear you'll have people in your ear saying like yo this ain't this ain't what y'all need to be talking about if y'all want to get on y'all need to be talking about this y'all need to be talking about that this is rubbing people the wrong way um, and a lot of times you got to outlast I mean we just saw a perfect example on Netflix um, lady listened to All Falls Down and, and didn't feel that like walk like walk Kanye out the door on a on Whoa. a finished a finished version of all this weren't like a demo
1: version a finished version of all falls down and didn't feel that bro you don't understand i was so angry watching that because we felt that before mm-hmm. and i was in almost in tears because i felt what he felt when you're hey this is good why aren't you loving this this is quality. And the, yeah. the chick just ignored him. But go ahead. I, and because,
3: because we live kind of like how we live society wise and everything like that. We're kind of in a thing which I hate, but I also understand you are not to be loved until somebody validates that it's OK to love you. Like you always say that. Right, it's like once once there's enough retweets behind why people should pay attention to you, then everybody pays attention to you, and Mm -hmm. I I think that's crazy because you gotta follow your own heart about some stuff sometimes. And it's like I appreciate the fact that even when people weren't giving it to y'all the way that y'all deserved it, y'all still held the course, and then y'all got what y'all were supposed to get on it. I believe in that every day. I wouldn't be here right now if I didn't believe in the possibility of. Yeah, I don't. I don't wrestle the way that y'all wrestle. I don't wear the stuff that y'all would wear. I don't take the route that y'all take. I don't promo the way that y'all promo. I don't do this. I think about things differently, or whatever it is. But eventually, it's gonna find its reason to hit with somebody. Yeah. And for all I know, I could be wrong. I could be completely incorrect. But I have to walk this thing all the way to at least find that out because it scares me. Like I. I know y'all seen that meme before with the person that's doing the diamond mining, the two people that yeah. are doing the diamond mining, and the one dude quits like when he was one strike away from the diamond, and the yeah. other guy just keeps going. Um, I don't want to be one strike away. Like I always feel like the moment I stop, I'm gonna be that one strike away, and I hit the gold mine.
1: Same so, feeling. I yeah. appreciate
3: the fact that y'all didn't stop because the culture had to shift for you for people to understand what the hell y'all were doing. And now y'all are finally getting what y'all are supposed to get off of it. And that's good. And you would have never saw that if you didn't stick around for it. So y'all should be yeah. proud of yourselves that you did that. And I appreciate y'all because y'all uplifted the culture when it was a rough time <laughs> to uplift the culture. Baby! Because <laughs> you think people ain't trying to hear it now. They really were not trying to hear it then. They
0: definitely wasn't. Because listen, we had got, you know, almost crucified Cause I always end the show off off of saying black excellence, and just off of that, people were like, "No, what do you like mean? A, like, I gotta single? be black
3: excellence? Yeah,
0: why can't can it be, be all excellence? Yeah, exactly." Which, it got to a point,
3: which is crazy, because if you think about it culturally in wrestling, lucha libre has been lucha libre and authentically Mexican for the longest time. And wow. you will never hear white fans complain about how Lucha Libre is done or how it needs to be done this way. Or um, when they talking about La Raza this and all this other stuff, they let them cook and wow, they man. respect their traditions and the way that they do things when they go to a Lucha show. Right. When New Japan puts on a show, Noah puts on a show, even when New Japan comes to America to do a show. They respect the New Japan way of doing things. They quiet the hell down while stuff is going on and then get loud when the spot comes up. They let things be traditionally Japanese. They're not asking for anything to be curved or switched or moved around. They respect and they love and they admire that culture, right? Mm -hmm. And it's been Japanese since it's been Japanese. Nothing has changed. The most, hell... You even want to start talking about subcultures within American wrestling. Um, death deathmatch wrestling. All that stuff like that. People respect the cultures and the lore and the things that go along with that, right? The moment that black people start getting a little too proud about where they come from or what they got going on or trying to fly the flag for what they got going on, then everybody's got to calm the, calm the hell down this is all of our excellence, not just this particular excellence. Mm -hmm. So I've always noticed that and I've always peeped that and I've always looked at that and everything like that. It's like, so what you're telling me is you can let Japanese cook, you can let Mexicans cook. You can let, hell you let Canadians cook and they're Mm -hmm. upstairs, they're the upstairs neighbors. You let them cook. You can let everything else cook culturally. The moment we just want to kind of cook a little bit for ourselves in house, mind you, you got to start throwing rules on us about how we we doing the recipe, and I just never had love for that.
2: The, the
0: chicken has too much flavor. What
1: the fuck? But well, In
0: all jokes aside, though, um, thank you. Appreciate you. Wow. The words that you said that day, and for you saying it now, because it, it's never been about validation for us. It's never been about, you know, yeah. people patting us on our back saying good job. Like, no, we just wanted to change the landscape because we love the business. Wrestling, because we yeah. love, we grew up with those kids that you couldn't talk about wrestling, you couldn't say, I love this. I watched Raw last night. You couldn't proudly say nah. that. Well. And now we're in we're in a time where we can scream that on the top of our lungs and be unapologetic about it. And that's really the premise of you know the podcast when we first started it was just us being unapologetically ourselves and Excuse continue me. that. <laughs> and and even though like we fuss, we fight with each other, but it's yeah. always just been us. And to have people be a part of that journey, like you are now a part of the family, you're part Mm -hmm. of that journey. That's really what it boils down to. When all this is said and done, it's about can we all sit at this dinner table and key, key, key? And it don't got to even be about wrestling, it don't even got to be about what's being done in the ring. Let's talk about each other and making sure that we're good as people so that we can, when this is all said and done, we still got each other.
3: There we go. And y'all, y'all, y'all have come this far. And that's where I'm at right now with things. It's like uh like I, I don't looked at a few matches, it's like, okay, I I like if I'm really serious about trying to really be my best version of myself, like there's all sorts of stuff I'm talking about, I gotta clean up with be it gear, uh physical shape, things of that nature. I'm always on physical shape because I'm up and down and weight a lot sometimes just because emotionally things of that nature, but that's something I've always been battling. That
1: said you ever um, need some help with that.
3: Uh, I think I think we're there but I will definitely take I think I will definitely take any suggestions that I can get. I'll tell you this. Um I've come this far and you've come this far. So we just have further still to go. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, we've made it this far. We just have to go a little further still.
1: Now we can't yeah. stop. Okay.
0: This
3: it's is the fifth stop. So, so
0: yeah, now we yeah. Now now we can't stop. We too deep. Yeah. (laughs) But Shug, please let the viewers and listeners know where to find you. And if you have any upcoming shows, let the viewers and listeners
3: know. Wow. Oh shit. Oh shit. We about to do we about to do the promo drop. Okay. Um at Twitter, um, at twitter.com, at sugar (laughs) dunkerton. um instagram at sugar dunkerton f-a-s-h-o that's pronounced for show shout out omar for uh getting me addicted to saying that at a very very early age um i know some people have a love-hate relationship with the place right now prowrestlingtees.com slash sugar dunkerton um if you want to get a shirt cool if you don't want to get a shirt cool
1: cool. like (laughs) it is what it is
3: I ain't forcing nobody to do nothing out of their comfort zone. But it's there if you're trying to go ahead and get it. Um uh I've got Paradigm Pro Wrestling coming up Friday. It's gonna be me versus John Davis. Uh Ooh. again, I'll become yeah, I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna get tossed around. Um <laughs> like March March the 18th, I return to Paradigm again, this time on their other brand. Um, which is the UWFI rules. I'll be doing a British rules match, I guess, as a warm-up for the UK tour, um, against Sid Von England. I've got other appearances coming up. Um, I expect to be in Texas, but things could change. Um well, let us other know than that, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. y'all will definitely know. Yeah, we, we gotta get up because because I might have to piggyback y'all on that Wally Mania. Y'all be sitting there and they talking about. Y'all be sitting there and they talking about. Oh yeah, you just should. You could just mentioned that again. Mixtape that It don't work like that. I can't just drop my name everywhere. they like, they should. Sure. Like and like, I'll fuck <laughs> around and say pineapple pizza. Oh shit, pineapple
2: yeah. <laughs> pizza! You probably, you
3: probably right on that. Yeah, I mean, he's right. Ah, but that, a part of me, out. a part of me, that hurts. Like 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 still <laughs> can't get it.
2: Like oh okay.
3: <laughs>
0: you gotta have the alter ego ready so you can pull up the, the uh, moment.
3: Look, man. Pineapple P- oh. his own nine can get more done than than sug D with all this. look look, man. As an artist. That, that that twins with you a little bit. That's like when you were a rapper and that one single, everybody remember you for that one single. I got all these other drops too.
2: But because I put on the label, you
3: ain't showing me the, you ain't showing me, but okay.
2: You're right.
3: You're right. Um uh, oh, I'm, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um I, I guess uh I guess the only other thing that I could plug is um, you know, that there's 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 wrestling of all sorts out there right now. We were talking about that earlier. So um I'll never be one to tell you don't uh, talk about, you know, don't don't talk about what you want. Don't talk about what you wish you were seeing more of wrestling. But at the same time, you owe it to yourself to try to look to see what else is out there. Yeah. we got Black wrestling. We got gay wrestling. We got Latino wrestling. We got, you know, we got Japanese, Japanese wrestling. Yeah. If there is a wrestling it's out there for you and you need to be supporting that. That's mm-hmm. just, that's just flat out. There is something out there content wise for you. You need to be supporting that so it turns into the next thing that's out there instead of trying to force people to become that thing. Yeah. They've shown you what they want to do off the rip. Why don't you grow something into something that it needs to turn into and even more options will exist. Nah, you're right. So there we go. That's
0: about growth and multiply. But thank you, should for finally entering the Jabba tier podcast. Thanks for I mean, you've been a blessing. We appreciate all the words and the wisdom. and find the job of hers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you, once you do the show, then that's your, you know, your right of passage.
3: Yeah, and <laughs> and and, I, and I, I would like to end my my stuff with. Uh, I was gonna quote a Tay Diggs quote from Brown Sugar, but I'm not, <laughs> to that. I'm not trying to set Wilkins off. So I'm a quote. I'm a quote. <laughs> I'm gonna quote the best rhyme that came off of that movie. <clears throat> oh, if y'all feeling this and y'all know the words, let me know. New Year's Eve, Kelby D in the venue, pop the <laughs> ring, got marriage on my menu. <laughs> marriage on my menu. <laughs> marriage on my menu. <laughs>
0: Woo!
3: Oh. Yeah, what
0: a bar. Forest
3: culture. Joe. Woo! <sighs>
0: He, thought he was hot <laughs> shit when he said that, but that's a whole different thing. okay. <laughs> Cause now I'm visualizing it and he thought he was hot shit when he said that. Yeah, the low stance
3: was- New Year's Eve. KBT in the venue? Yo <laughs> <laughs> like a rat- oh, wreck. Now,
0: now I'm gonna go and try to maybe find brown sugar, but right. thank you, Sug for joining thank us you. on this lovely episode of the JTP Lounge. We really, truly appreciate you joining us. Um, uh, we'll mania. be back on Thursday. Yeah. Live, uh, recapping, predicting evolution, uh, revolution, AW, um, getting ready for Mania season, all of the above. Um, so make sure to tune in. Make sure to always follow us at the Jabba Tia podcast on all social media platforms. As always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. And of course, our lovely guest, Sug Z. Hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag we are out.
2: Man.